0: Welcome to who the fuck knows what episode? Oh, I of can the find transatlantic. Out. I can find out. in uh, just a second. I think it's nine uh, or is it Eight or nine? I
1: don't think it really matters at this point. <laughs> no, it's ten. This is ten. Is it ten? Holy oh, shit! Well,
0: I episode ten. Yeah, I'm
1: uh, I'm Marcos, and I'm here today with uh, one of my good pals.
0: Oh hi, yeah. I didn't introduce myself. Oscar Reese Freeman. I'm uh, <laughs> yeah, episode... the, the co-host of this year's show. Yeah, tr- the um,
1: Transatlantic Theater episode. What did I say like a second ago? Ten. 10? Yeah, ten. Yeah. Wow. And uh, today nice. we're going to be
0: talking about the Before trilogy. We're going to tackle three movies, opposed to just one. Yeah. Or no. two, which we did
1: last pretty, time. Uh, uh, pretty, pretty fucking ambitious, of. ain't
0: it? <laughs> it? It was. Yeah, it was pretty <laughs> ambitious to try and do in one week. Watch yeah. three movies mixed with like all the other things i have to do like i still have i have like a film group that i meet with anyway during the week right? yeah so we watch a film so it was like monday uh like trying to get before sunrise out mm-hmm. and then like watching my film group and then fitting in between you know the rest of my life the
1: other two movies mm-hmm. yeah. it was a little rough
0: we'll probably not do a group like a trilogy for a
1: minute yeah yeah i agree for a while. We probably now. shouldn't do that for a little while yeah. <laughs> But just uh, it's, yeah, it's rough. You really want but to. But it's do it's it. a
0: trilogy that I when you, well, the second you said you hadn't seen it, I was like, well, also it. It Marcus, was... Marcus has to see them. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And it was also relevant to kind of what we were talking about. Uh, I think a couple episodes ago, we yeah. were discussing natural um, dialogue. Yeah, natural dialogue or people just how how sometimes doing it wrong can make it seem boring, mm-hmm. and doing it right makes it very entertaining. Um, mm-hmm. and that I feel. In this trilogy of movies it was done it was done quite well
0: yeah no it's done really well
1: i just want to start off i i enjoyed it i enjoyed it very much
0: okay i i kind of figured it was it was i wasn't i didn't expect at all that you'd come to me and be like "Eh, i didn't really dig them like i knew that (laughs) at the very least you'd be like those were three enjoyable films whether or not they're great works of cinema is a different story but like
1: yeah yeah i mean uh... that's a little different i mean i liked them a lot in terms of Mm. uh just like watching a movie, you know. <laughs> I enjoyed it. It's I'm not sitting here trying to get anything from it. I mean, it's it's fascinating. And personally, I like observing people and I like listening to people. I like normal shit like that in my regular life. This was almost like a movie form of that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, it it definitely because they, they they apparently work so hard like before each movie to just. Uh, iron out like the scenes and the dialogue and like how it's going to flow mm-hmm. and to make it just f- feel as natural as possible or at least they did i think for, as a lot for the first film of them just sitting and like tweak, tweaking the conversations so that it made like sense going one what direction it went or wow what somebody was going to say and things like that well there
1: were also younger actors too so they probably didn't have a mm-hmm. whole lot of practice and something like this i mean when you look at yeah you know i mean yeah ethan hawk has been in a ton of movies but none of them like like that not and not especially not at that 94. time yeah not '94. Yeah. yeah especially at that time 95
0: sorry 95
1: well they probably filmed it in 94 yeah they probably filmed it in 94 yeah. but um yeah so so that was interesting and i, I just got to say something about these characters man it, it's funny the first one let's start off with the first movie so this one was uh before sunrise sunrise. yeah before sunrise um these characters when as i was watching them i I thought they were i thought they were fantastic um yeah just very interesting almost so to me one feels the most fantasy you know what i mean
0: yeah just Mm -hmm.
1: because it, it is the fantasy that uh, you would yeah. think about you know well, girl, it's that girl line train,
0: that line know? that he says uh, when they're getting off the train that yeah. that's or to get her off the train which is so that time travel so good line? and it's so true yeah the one where yeah. he says uh, like yeah if you could like uh
1: well maybe, you want to make sure yeah, you live if, all your possibilities and don't yeah. resent not making a decision so yeah. just make the decision so that you'll know the answer when you're years yeah. later the, uh, you know <laughs>
0: yeah the idea that years from now you're going to be in a marriage you're it's going to be a little loveless not as much passion you're going to think oh what if i got off the train with that guy mm-hmm. and he's like and this is the just a, a, a favor to your future self to know that i'm just as uninspired and uninteresting as that guy yeah exactly <laughs> But um, uh, so ethan hawk it's i i rec i i say this all the time because it is interesting mm-hmm. when you think about the trilogy he in an interview, said that he described the films as the first one was what might be, the second one is what could be, and the third one is what would be.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah and that makes sense. Um, makes sense. After and it's like, that. yeah, they
0: they do. The third one is the most like, I guess, hyper realistic. Whereas,
1: yeah, like yes, the third one the is the consequence of hyper, the two yeah.
0: movies essentially.
1: Yeah, yeah, kind of, kind of, sorta. Of. I wouldn't call it consequences. Yeah. I would mm. call it the reality of love is what I would call yeah. that. And it, it is yeah. interesting, but I'll talk more about the third movie once we get on there. But, yeah. So um, continue with the first one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So with the first one, I thought it was interesting. So the characters, you know, they begin, they meet each other on a train and I think it's kind of ironic. Obviously this is meant to be this way, but mm-hmm. they meet because a couple yeah, who no, have obviously arguing. been together for a little bit is arguing and fighting so it almost leans into that whole idea of you know i believe
0: there's an interview where that they say that the end of before midnight that that the reason that's the point of it is. It's supposed to be that cyclical kind of thing.
1: Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm talking about the the couple on the train, the German couple, who was arguing.
0: Yeah, but yeah, they're yeah. saying, like, that it's supposed hey. to be cyclical in the sense that, like... Yeah, you their, see them Their relationship the starts theory. because an old couple, couple bickering, but mm-hmm. their, 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 their story ends with them
1: having a bicker. Yes, Reese. but I was going to get to that in the third film. I'm still talking about the first one. <laughs> but... um <laughs> it's because of uh, what he says to her on the train too that involving that mm-hmm. couple i wonder if you know i mean it's it's well written when you can think this about characters i wonder mm-hmm. if, if ethan Hawke's character which is jesse um was inspired to ask her that question because of that arguing german couple i am curious uh and really it's not like obviously the character can't be inspired to do that it's just good writing um, mm-hmm. and that, that's that's what i enjoy about this film is that though some parts seem kind of far fetched it's so well written that you <laughs> you know the, i think the most
0: far fetched part of the first film what? is that the uh, austrian dude who owns that bar just gave him a bottle of wine for free oh i thought that was awesome <laughs> i mean <laughs> i thought it was awesome i i, didn't I remember think it was i watched far-fetched. when i was watching the trilogy yeah. i watched it with like my girlfriend and and her roommate yeah and i was literally like you know what this uh, trilogy never answers whether or not jesse paid back that guy
1: oh yeah didn't answer that at all but i'm sure he did um, i feel like maybe yeah he probably did yeah he because he, i mean it's one of those where like he
0: probably felt of obligation of the best night of his life
1: yeah exactly to pay the guy money Dude for it. literally made money off of it <laughs> but yeah. uh yeah like that too yeah
0: <laughs> if he didn't do it within the next year he definitely did it once he made shit tons of money off the book <laughs>
1: yeah he had to Sent some money, or maybe that second time when he visited in what was it, December, uh, that he went yeah. there and stopped by to, to drop off some money. But um,
0: which I love that the the idea that like they both like he went, and she didn't. Like it's just it's it is just so painfully tragic. Oh, I think it's. Scary. Well, that's the second one. We'll get into Yeah, the next yeah, we'll one, get. So, we'll, we'll get that.
1: <laughs> so um, yeah, yeah. So I really it's funny because I was thinking about these characters and I was thinking, man, I could be really good friends with Jesse's character. And I can easily fall in love with, um, uh, Celine. They, these yeah. characters were just so well, well done and well. I think they kind of
0: flip for me. I think well, in they the first one flip. I really don't like Jesse, um, and I think and and I really like Celine, but by the third one I really don't like Celine and I really like Jesse.
1: Yeah, see, that's that's the thing though, is uh, yeah, it's very interesting because you see these people mm-hmm. go through this long term character development. I mean mm-hmm. you could have easily made this one fucking movie to be honest. All three of them. You could have combined them and just make it a like a <laughs> I, I think I think it would have
0: it, it wouldn't be as impactful if it was one movie. No, that's very true. And even it wouldn't be impactful even if they had filmed them like within a few years of each other. The fact that it's eighteen years of movie making you really feel like you go along with the characters. Like Yeah we're, we're yeah. in a lucky position where I found out about these films in 2013 when the third one When the third one, the third one out. came out, yeah. So I I just, somebody was like, ah, oh, Before Midnight's pretty good. The other two are better. And I went, oh, the other two. So then I watched the first one and I end the first one knowing that there's two more. Like, yeah. I, I know that at least there's more to the story. Yes. Um, so See, I don't feel that this nine-year gap of not, not knowing what's happening. And then yeah. when the second one ends at that like super cliffhanger, I'm not like, Fucking! That's how it ends. Like that's that's not a conclusion because I know I get to watch the third one
1: right now. (laughs) But there's plenty of movies that end that way, and it's totally fine. And in fact, they even discuss it in the third movie because obviously, Mm. I mean, we're we're almost running these stories parallel to each other because Ethan Hawke's character Jesse writes books about his whole situation, and in the first book, it ends exactly how the first movie ended. It's left, Mm. you know kind of ambiguous, ambiguous like yeah. did they meet uh, and then we find out obviously at the beginning of the second movie but it didn't need to have a second movie in order for the first one to be enjoyable yeah
0: i like what he says as an answer in the second movie about like when the guy's like when the writer is like do they meet don't they and he says i think um it's a good test of whether or not you're an optimist
1: or a pessimist yeah yeah, yeah exactly and that's funny as well because that's exactly what yeah. our two characters are one is optimistic, so do one is you know
0: the behind the scenes story of this no i don't
1: know any behind the scenes okay. i'm just going off of what so the big
0: thing processing. that's crazy that really is just kind of sucky and shitty and sad about this whole the whole trilogy what um the last one is dedicated to the person um but so richard linklater mm-hmm. <laughs> actually had a night in philadelphia that essentially follows the first movie mm-hmm like he was on a train with a pretty girl, asked her to spend the night with him in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Uh, they tried to keep in touch, but they lost touch with each other. Mm-hmm. And then he made a movie about it. And then he was kind of hoping that making a movie about it would, you know, make her do what she what Celine does in the second one, where yeah. she go, oh that I, that happened to me, and then like reach out again. Yeah, and they'd get in touch, but they didn't. And then he made the second movie and then it was in 2010 or 2011 something like that Mm -hmm. where a friend of the girl like amy was her name Mm -hmm. uh i think i'm pretty sure yeah she reached out and she was like hey i'm really sorry i watched your movie and i obviously my friend told me about the story so i'm so i recognized it Mm -hmm. um but uh, she died like a few months before the first movie even came out like in a motorcycle accident
1: whoa like a few months before the first one even came out
0: before yeah she died in like a few months and and she died in 94 i think this is after the second movie huh this is after after this it was like they're working on the third one and he finally found out that she died before he even made the first one
1: i wonder if that's i wonder if he made like the third one super depressing or realistic because of it (laughs) (laughs) maybe (laughs) no 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 no. i I don't think so honestly um i'm pretty sure the story was already written if they were in the middle of filming Mm -hmm. but um so anyway back to the first movie uh, yeah, yeah, I really I really like these characters and I think it is funny that uh, so we have our cynical, you know, young ideologist um, who is Jesse, yeah. uh, meets this young, really pretty French girl who is, you know mm-hmm. feminist, but struggles with the idea almost a little bit. she She mm-hmm. has a lot of contradicting feelings yeah. about a lot of how she should be and who she is and I think yeah. it's it's a fascinating exploration into these people's night because you have one Which, who claims as well Jesse who uh-huh. says he is sure of himself in most parts and is you know cynical in a lot of ways but at the same yeah. time is also a hopeless romantic at, at the time because <laughs> yeah. he wants well, this a, romantic yeah. night he wants to uh, have this magical night and he wants to think that they are going to see each other he's very optimistic and then yeah. we have you know celine who loves the romance and but is again just very she she feels differently about the romance in the beginning i forget kind of how like i can't really think of a good way to describe it other than you know she is playing into it a hundred percent and she probably feels like she is um like she believes this fantasy going into it in the first film Mm
2: yeah
1: yeah so in terms of like overall rating i love the first film i think it's fantastic it gives me all the good vibes uh interesting conversations they they go through the night you know and it's just it's it's wonderful i don't i I love that i love how real it is at times like Mm -hmm. uh for example when they first get off the train and they're walking and you know because this this rocker. is what happens well this is this is what happens yeah. in normal situations yeah. you you talk the talk right and you're like oh yeah we should do this thing and the other person's like yeah we should and and this is the reality of people actually doing it and they're like oh yeah. shit this is a little awkward isn't it? like a, a little tiny bit cuz yeah. i don't know anything about you you don't know anything about me <laughs> uh, we're just kind of I guess we bought too far into our own fantasy on the train that now we're in the reality of it and it's a little weird. And that is what happened when they were walking on that bridge and they talked to those weird German actors. <laughs> hey, whoa. Dude, those guys were whoa. weird, man. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> what? How
0: fucking dare you. What? They're Austrian. <laughs>
1: oh, sorry, Austrian. They were speaking German. My bad.
0: <laughs> yeah, because they speak German. In well, that, that's
1: why I said German. Yeah, uh, that was my apology. Yeah, they were, yeah. In, uh, Vienna? Yeah. Yeah, they were in Vienna. Yeah, yeah, they're in Vienna. Yeah, yeah, they were in Vienna. Um, and
0: I've always I've wanted to visit Vienna so many times. And yeah, you've for, told me about because that, yeah. of this movie uh-huh. and a, a different movie, like a 1950s noir film called oh, nice. The Third Man. I don't know if
1: you've seen that. I haven't seen any noir films. recently. Which also
0: has... A, oh, yeah, you did say that. <laughs> It also has... A, the Third Man also has a really good scene on that Ferris wheel. It's a very famous oh, Ferris wheel. Oh, okay. Yeah. Kind of like that one. Except and... it's Orson Welles and uh, him giving a fucking line about, you know, basically how much you how much money it takes to to not give a shit about how many lives you take. Oh, well... It's a good movie.
1: Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I, I like that part, how... How it was really like, oh, yeah, that's probably exactly what would happen. You know, it doesn't feel like fantasy. That feels yeah. real. <laughs> and yeah. then, of course, did, they go. From there. Really real. You know what yeah. I was actually looking forward to in the first movie? Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, cool. Do they actually go to the play and go see this weird fucking <laughs> yeah. Austrian play? It sounds yeah. weird as hell. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was thinking about the whole movie, and I was like, oh, wait, no, they never went. Okay. I was watching
0: it with, again, my, my roommate who is who is German, mm-hmm. and he was like, when they were describing the weird play, <laughs> he just went, yep, that's a standard Austrian play. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah they're just <laughs> weird like that.
0: <laughs> it's just, you know.
1: Talking yeah, about of... a cow, anthropomorphic cow, who fucking smokes cigarettes and shit, and they're trying, somebody's I'll be, I'll to I'll be 100% honest. I've
0: seen before Sunrise uh, at least a dozen
1: times and I oh, really? can't tell you what their play's about. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I it mean, it's not something
0: that retains in my mind. So from I remember
1: movie. the name of the not the name, but I remember like the, yeah. the premise or, or kind of like the name. It's called stealing. I'm just stealing somebody's cow's horns is what it's called. Yeah. And then that's when the other dude with the glasses like, yes, I'm the cow. <laughs> it's like <Yeah>. what? <laughs> yeah, it was weird. I just like the line
0: where he's like, uh, excuse me, do you speak English? He's like, speak- yes, but do you German speak German, German for, for a, a change? change?
1: yeah i thought that was funny that felt like a really real line as well like i feel like yeah oh fucking yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) it is it really is yeah i was like that that's honestly a little passive aggressive but still kind of funny can i go on
0: an odd tangent very quickly yeah go right ahead that's what the podcast is for man yeah you know what Uh, so going to england the the weirdest thing about being in england is all the signs are in english okay now that sounds odd (laughs) to say except You have to think, I grew up, we grew up Mm. in Southern California, so all the signs are in English and Spanish. Mm. Mm. And then I got here to Wales and all the signs are in English and Welsh. So I got to, whenever I go to England, I'm always like confused that the signs are only in one language.
1: Really? They're only in one language? Yeah. Yeah, because it's
0: always just English. Oh. It's England. Yeah.
1: But they don't like care that there's other people who know other languages who may not know English?
0: (laughs) imperia botanicum <laughs> oh, okay then
1: but uh yeah that is that is interesting though um what about yeah, it, it's just it just
0: strikes me off off guard but yeah no and but uh just that whole like uh stereotype of like oh they don't speak and or like where yeah she, they don't speak any uh, she languages. like makes fun of him being an american who probably doesn't speak any other languages yeah <laughs> and then he has that line about that's it's just so relatable for me like when when I first got to Paris, not to Paris, but to, to France, mm-hmm. and like for the first time I'd ever been to fr- France, and I've i you know, I'd been studying French for like years at this point, and you know, I got to the, uh, standing in the counter at like a restaurant to just get like a, like a sandwich, mm-hmm. and I got to the counter and I just like immediately just defaulted to English because you just get so like nervous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even though in your head you're like practicing, like okay, you gotta say that, and then you get okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and like then they'll, yeah. they'll probably say this, and then you, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: that's like what Ethan, how, you're, you're mentioning, like just like from the movie. Yeah, Huck, the, his like line the, in the yeah. car where yeah, he's yeah, saying
0: yeah. like "en si vous play," and then yeah. they're like, he's like, ah, oh, got it, I got I it in ticket. my head. like I'll say uh, this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a ticket to uh to 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 Marseille, uh, please. Uh- <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> just completely loses it. Oh man. Yeah. Um. So there was a couple of interesting things uh, uh, themes, I guess that that have carried across the movies. Um, yeah. one of I which... don't know what oh, Celine's, Celine's theme is.
0: I was trying to think of that today. I don't know what Celine's theme across the movies are. because Celine's theme. The obvious one for her, for Jesse yeah. is fatherhood. Fatherhood yeah because in the first one he mentions that he's afraid to become a father because he'd like to die knowing that he thinks he'd be good at something than to become a father and find out he's actually crap at it and then the second one he mentions you know he he doesn't love his wife anymore but every time he thinks about that he looks across and sees his kid eating cereal and he thinks i would i would go through hell Mm. to have every moment of his life Mm -hmm. be a part of mine which then, of course, is what he loses when he gives up when he gives up that life to go with Selene. And then the third one is him kind of grappling with the fact that he has just forfeited the right to uh, to to the life of his son that you know means so much to him. Again, how much it meant to him, even in the first one. You, you have to think that the first one for only four in the character's life, four years after he's saying that he became a father, mm-hmm. so he that's probably still like such a big part of his mental ethos. Yeah, yeah, and then is, yeah. you know and then he's just struggled with that essentially all three movies of I'm I'm worried about becoming a dad and the second one is I am a dad now and that comes with so many responsibilities and the third one is it does come with a lot of responsibility but I also still have a responsibility to myself mm-hmm. to to still live a good life and he's given up that life to he's not he's given up his son to have some of that that to live his own life properly. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And that's difficult for him.
1: It is. <clears throat> it is. But what I was talking less about uh, specific themes for each individual character, more <laughs> like themes yeah. over the movies. Uh, like, for example, plot points that they keep, not plot points, but um, ideas that they keep coming back to in terms of our characters' <laughs> perspectives. Because uh, th- these movies love to try to tell us what our characters' perspective on things are. When you have yeah. uh, characters like Celine, it's an overwhelming amount of just, like, word vomit of her anxieties.
0: Oh, she just fucking words vomit all the
1: time. Well, she see, the thing is that she's not that bad in the first movie. And yeah. it's almost like you really do see that the impact of this night in Vienna had on the rest of her life. Yeah. Because now her anxiety is much higher, and she's she's uh, she explains in the second film, she feels so... Uh, numb, like she's been, uh, yeah. you know, beside herself, or not beside herself, but um, what is it? Uh, God, I think can't think hollow. of the word. Like, just kind of, yeah, like hollow, but it's more like uh, settling. It's like she's just settling through things, and she's mm-hmm. uh, just letting things go, and she doesn't feel that that same passion that she once felt, and then she's reminded of it by reading his books, and it, it almost makes her feel pain because, like in the third movie, when the old lady was talking about um, uh, losing her husband yeah and how when she starts to forget the memories of him it's like losing him a second time yeah it kind of reminds me of that because her, her whole speech
0: for... is, is my favorite part of the third film the old ladies I, I, I yeah i was yeah. when because as i said as i said to you before the mm-hmm. podcast started unfortunately i didn't finish re-watching the third one but i have seen it mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. Ford no pun intended (laughs) um and I was like the entire time I was watching it I was like I really hope I have time to get to that old lady's speech because it's (laughs) still like just my favorite part of the film especially considering her speech is essentially like it's kind of what I think the third movie um really spends a lot of time focusing on in terms of theme which is We all have these grand ideas of what love is, Uh of what, like, you know...
1: Oh, that whole uh, dinner uh, table or lunch (laughs) conversation, yeah. Yeah, and of them being like,
0: oh, I don't think people can stay with each other for this long, and I think, you know, eventually we're going to break up, and we need to uh, understand that, and we need to chase this and chase that. And then you just have this old lady just go, yeah, but when you you get to my age, and you've experienced your life with another person... Mm-hmm. and you know that you've experienced your life with that other person and then they're gone mm-hmm. it just it it means more mm-hmm. <laughs> like she's basically just sitting there being like shut up you children <laughs> you yeah. don't know what you're talking about yeah
1: she's saying like yes you are right our life is fleeting but mm-hmm. That's what makes these experiences with other people mean so much more. Yeah, and so therefore you don't have like sunrise to... and
0: sunset. Ha ha ha. Yeah, ha, yeah, ha, yeah ha. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> was, like when she said that, I was like, "Look to camera." Where's the look to camera?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it looks right into the audience. <laughs> She's but, like, "Do you get it? <laughs> Do you get it? <laughs> sunrise." But uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. The thing I was gonna talk about was they, they keep coming mm-hmm. back to this weird idea of um, masculine, feminine. You know yeah. what I mean? Like they talk yeah. about it in all three films. They and do, yeah. I feel like by the time I get to the third film, I just don't care anymore. <laughs> like <laughs> I, I've kind of heard your perspectives on it, everybody. Yeah, and I think it's Which just think kind of a silly thing they to keep have... talking about
0: i think the third one stands out as a little bit of an odd one because of the fact that it's not just the two of them mm-hmm. they're like half the movie is is them uh doing other things like there's still the long stint of them in the car but then you have the dinner table scene you have them like just chatting with their friends like in the backyard in the kitchen blah blah, blah. Mm-hmm. um and so unlike the other ones where it's just the two of them kind of chatting for for an hour or so um it is a little bit more of other people and i think even though it it makes it feel a little odd, and I'd say it in a weird way, it's one of the, the weaker point of the film. Well, I like having the it other just people feels out of place, but at the same time, you couldn't do a third film just of them walking through some European town, yeah, and and, t- and chatting. Like at some point, it's like okay, well, we've seen this two other times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um... Like the first one, it's like oh, they're gonna do the thing again, and the third one, it's like okay, well, at least we got some of them just uh like chatting to other people but the third one really hits home with the long shots
1: <laughs> the long shots what do you mean
0: yeah like the just uncut takes cuz oh, the second oh, one has oh, yeah, you're right. has a lot of them of them like doing stuff but there's like some obvious cuts in a lot of places and the first one has a lot of cuts like the first one has a them. ton
1: i was actually going to yeah. mention that i was going to say so the first one obviously we're not watching it in real time um <laughs> this is this happens over the course of multiple hours it's a whole day yeah you know, like a whole 24 hours i think essentially um, yeah because yeah, we don't know what time they actually meet on the train man. but uh it could be yeah. essentially 24 but it's hours
0: likely like four o'clock to five o'clock yeah they mentioned something about things being closed kind of already when they get off the train
1: yeah yeah, yeah. so because like, they're there's
0: they're, they're like oh there's museums but they're about to close which means yeah it's probably you're right five yeah. Or
1: six. Yeah. yeah you're right they did say that the, the austrian guys um yeah but yeah so i mean <laughs> they're they're together like many hours it's not like just an hour and a half it's definitely
0: 12 or more yeah
1: so so there was a lot of cuts there was a lot of things um the Mm -hmm. sex scene which i didn't even realize they ended up having sex until the second movie so i was like yeah which i think
0: is intentional
1: yeah kind of because then they they argue about it it becomes a talking point in in the movie
0: because the first one it's supposed to be up to your interpretation. Yeah, which I don't mind. Clearly, like the that. next morning she's not wearing her shirt that she was. I saw that she's too. She's wearing yeah. like the top. She's wearing. So it's like, okay, well, was it hot? Like we we don't know a reason why she could have taken it off. Well, they so could have had sex. They could have not. man, that's
1: why. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, essentially,
0: it's uh, it's it's up to your interpretation whether or not you think they slept together that night, and whether or not that means anything for the night or blah blah blah. I just thought she. Uh, and then the second one, they cool. just kind of spell
1: it out. Yeah, yeah, they they talk about yeah. it in the second one and it's so dramatic. But yeah. uh which
0: the, the second one I was like more confused cuz I was like again like you I didn't even think that they had sex like in the first one. Yeah, cuz she said and that the they, second she one, didn't
1: want to and then he said yeah. he thinks they should but then he then he was like oh wait no hold on I, I shouldn't put on <laughs> that line like her about Yeah, <laughs> the
0: line that she uh that she says that I just is the reason I thought she wouldn't have. Mm. Um but the line that she says where she's like no I'm not I'm not going to live out some American fantasy of meet a French girl fucker yeah. and I never see her again. Yeah, I, thought that <laughs> was I was funny. like, yeah, that's, that's, that's the good reason to not,
1: I'd say. I enjoyed <laughs> all the American some... French stuff. I thought that was funny. Yeah. It was very entertaining. It was funny. Yeah. Yeah. But I got to say, I didn't much care for the, so like, it's fine when you first meet someone and maybe the second time, you know, obviously these conversations happen mm-hmm. when you're talking about um, male and, and female Perspectives and roles in society, mm. especially when you're young ideologists like they they were. You know? Yeah, like, I'd say
0: yeah. Go ahead, finish what you were going to say.
1: But uh, like I said, I feel like it gets tiring by the third movie. It's like you guys should already yeah. know each other's ideas and perspectives. What's the whole point in having this conversation again besides to argue about mm. something dumb? <laughs> you know? Yeah. So and but, to me, I just it felt a little forced by the third movie. Like, why is the director? or the writer still having this conversation is he trying by the third movie i felt like are they trying to make a point about it to the audience Mm -hmm. that's what it felt like to me by the third movie like if we're gonna hit this fucking dead horse again like i don't know if this was just supposed to be the third one feels like
0: (laughs) the third one feels like they're they're doing the conversations about male roles female roles and it's like okay we've heard this before but i think a lot of it comes down to a lot of it's a lot of the discussion is before their fight Mm -hmm. and i think it's it's about how you know it's i think it's making fun of the first two films of these young kids having these grand ideas about the world Mm -hmm. only to experience what real world is real world fights and real world problems like and all of that theory just goes out the window Mm -hmm. like it's not it's not real it's not true it's just it's just what we like to talk about, what we'd like to think about, we like to say, Oh, well, I think this, and men only do this, and women are like this. And then, well, she double downs down on it people, people, in the
1: third movie, though. What do you mean? She double downs on that, uh, that role of you know, you gotta let men win sometimes. That's why the movie oh, ends yeah. on that note. She lets him win in the end, but uh, the well, reasoning the reasoning know, is important. she lets him win. well the reasoning is important is what i'm gonna say but she mm-hmm. definitely does and let me tell you why she immediately goes into that dumb, uh bimbo voice yeah, and bimbo acting where she's like, which is what she yeah. was making a point of to make fun of him that he liked and that's because that is the you know the picture of how women a woman should be yeah and when she starts doing that they get better did you so that because that movie ends on a on a mm-hmm. high note, I mean, it could have easily it ends ended. on a
0: like I wouldn't say it's a high note, but it's a they keep going like it's not it just it's not doesn't end with them well they're being making like, up they're,
1: it's ending with them yeah, making, making up. up because she wouldn't do that if she wasn't trying to make up yeah um so I just I honestly I don't like that ending to be honest I I don't like the no? ending of the third movie no it, it, that ending feels fantasy to me like it doesn't feel realistic.
0: i think it feels realistic
1: no because it feels so out of nowhere it, it feels uncharacteristic um like because uh it just it just seems so out of nowhere the dude was just i don't know it just felt like they should have went back to the room they probably would have talked a little more maybe in the morning or whatever and things would have been fine usually those are things that you sleep on uh in terms of an yeah, argument yeah the movie like, did uh, have to end before yeah, midnight yeah it did but usually that's that's an argument that you <laughs> kind of sleep on you wake up in the morning and you make up not mm. what kind of happened which felt like they were trying to put a bow on it and like okay it's they're back to making up you know like it just felt a little sudden and out of nowhere cuz she literally yeah. told him i don't love you and then, yeah, out of nowhere, Which she's like, "Okay, sucking. maybe I'm gonna talk to you about your time machine and talk in a bimbo voice because you know, it's just I don't know, it, it bothered me." The ending, yeah, just the whole like afraid. the fact that
0: she says, "I don't love you," is like it just would be like, <laughs> it would be like, well, that's the end." No, no, no let's make up. No no, 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 you don't, you don't just, just don't you don't get to just say that and then move on. <laughs> Thanks, but <bye."
1: laughs> I mean, some people I've met have said stupid shit like that, and then you can make up mm-hmm. after that, and it's just part of riding the wave and you know what i mean that's exactly what he was telling her in the third riding the wave he's riding there's also teaching people
0: there's consequences for actions
1: oh but he knows she knows there's consequences for actions and they both know that they're both 40 something years old yeah they both know that it's yeah. more of a well, matter sometimes of sometimes people use. learn lessons
0: late in life you know <laughs> shut up
1: it's more of him just knowing how she is and that it just happens like that that's why he just waits in the house or a little bit or the apartment or the hotel room excuse me for a little <laughs> bit until she comes back because she comes back like three or four times you know like to to talk again and then they they get a little better yeah. but then they get bad again and then they get a little better and they get bad again and maybe that's you know the writer's comment on the reality of love and that that's kind of what the third movie is really about the reality of love yeah. and self-sacrifice the third one is definitely the reality of and, love, and uh yeah self-sacrifice and, and compromise and this is love and you know uh yeah. jesse kind of says that a little bit not directly but mm-hmm. you know he tells her that the uh, he says it kind of in a mean way uh mean-spirited kind of way at first when he says you know um no no one would stay with you six months because you're fucking crazy and then he says it again when they're at the table and he's trying to make up to her telling her that that this is love and i'm trying and and like you know if if you can't see that then you know whatever i'm i'm done (laughs) Mm-hmm. and that's when she turns around and, and starts talking about the time machine and tries tries back and maybe maybe yeah. that's her realizing but it feels a little I think that's too her realizing. for me that's what i
0: took it from it
1: yeah yeah to me it just is feels being like he's got here. a point yeah yeah he does have a point but um but yeah i just to me it just felt a little inorganic i guess you could say yeah but uh, okay so
0: i think the third one is the least organic feeling the second one i'd say is the most The second one has the most like organic conversations even though there's definitely uh in the third one there is pretty organic conversation in terms of because of the long shots you can see how they're just kind of they're they're making sure they're on the right track Mm -hmm. um but also realizing that they can go a little off track yeah because it's just going to be a long shot they can and a real conversation would be messing up something you say and then correcting it or going no no no. uh, well what i mean well you know what i think is like you know kind of correcting yourself half halfway through the sentence Uh and i think a normal take would have been like ah that that take didn't work let's try that again but Uh because a the movie's trying to go for being very realistic and b it's a long shot so we've done this we're 10 minutes into the into the take Uh if you fuck this up we gotta restart 10 minutes ago Uh um So it's like, well, just trip over your words because that's what people do anyway. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, I would actually disagree with that. I think the second film feels the least organic to me. Okay. So the first one, you know, it feels plenty awkward. These actors still feel Mm -hmm. relatively new to their craft. Um, And because of that, taking on such, you know, this ambitious kind of, you know, be, be organic kind of a deal... Uh, mm-hmm. makes it feel very awkward at times and i feel like that is a reality of when you're getting to know someone at first yeah. so seeing also- that and feeling that i felt and then of course they they did quite well you know mm-hmm. for the actors um so i liked that i liked the silence i like how they were slower when they were talking with each other in the first film than they were in the subsequent yeah. films the second one to me obviously they're better actors come this time they've had more experience Mm -hmm. and and years and they are literally just on top of each other in conversation and at first i I, you know i chalked it up to okay yeah they they haven't seen each other in a long time and it's been a long overdue conversations that they are having but it just felt so immediate and so quick like there's this is clearly rehearsed (laughs) you know in my opinion Mm -hmm. it just felt way more um it felt too immediate it was going too fast for how normal people discuss things with each other
0: I don't know man I talk pretty fast
1: yes but there are pauses there are breaks there's silence there was almost none in that movie in the second one Um, and also so one thing I do want to say about the second one that that I did like is uh, correct me if I'm wrong but that that one was in real time wasn't it Yeah. yeah Because he um, only had about an hour and a half before he had to leave. And yeah, that movie no, was did, yeah, literally yeah, an, hour only a an hour and a half.
0: It wasn't even an hour and a half. It was, it was, hour, was 20 like an hour ten... and yeah. a No, it was like an hour and 15. Well, an hour and 15. Which I mean, yeah. I know is kind of a pedantic correction, but it's a, that's a short film. It, it was a very <laughs> short a very... film. Yeah, I, I, I almost think I really enjoy it for that reason. Because so much happens in that hour and 15. To it, me, it does a lot in the time that it has.
1: It, it does... Uh and i think it's because of that style that they did it in where it was kind of like a real time mm. type of a type of i a, tried to find that
0: cafe oh that really was in paris yeah <laughs> i like i went to the shakespeare uh bookstore the shakespeare it's company a real, it's a real bookstore yeah. yeah yeah um and i was like i just tried to follow the path that they did like yeah from memory <laughs> mm-hmm um, and I, I di- but I couldn't find it. But I think that's just because you know it's editing a bit. And yeah. oh, look, here's a cafe, and this, this, this. Yeah, I mean, you there know, was. It there depends was obviously... on what locations you can get, not actually. Yeah, there was some, there was
1: some to. continuity errors actually that I noticed mm-hmm. in the second film, <laughs> but they definitely are trying to make it a, you know, uh, what was it? What did I just say? Um, Real time type of a yeah. type of a <laughs> movie, and I, I thought that was really interesting, and I kind of liked that. They didn't return to I... it in the the other movie, the third movie.
0: I also made the joke um when when they're on the boat and they're like, Oh, can it's hard to believe that one day Notre Dame will be gone. Oh yeah. I just, I, know. Looked, I just looked at like the people I was watching the movie with and I was like, oh, if only there I'm really glad that there was never an event where Notre Dame burned down so that I'd have to see that fucking quote on every person's Instagram for like fucking two months straight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like man. literally the second Notre Dame was on fire, like every page I followed on Instagram was just that scene copying <laughs> Just, that it's crazy scene. to
1: think that uh someday Notre Dame will be gone i know right <laughs> <laughs> i thought that was funny too and i watched that but um, yeah. yeah uh the the second film... be like if
0: somebody was like we did a movie in new york city in like 1992 and we were like crazy to think that one day the two towers will be gone
1: <laughs> <laughs> no yeah. there there was actually there is there something that did that but i forget what it was really yeah yeah i remember watching it um i don't think they is said that two. I don't think no no it wasn't Home Alone two but I don't think they said the two towers because in would Home Alone two he does
0: go look at them and he's like wow are not they crazy yeah
1: yeah I don't think they said the two towers would be gone I think there's something else they said but I can't remember what, yeah. what it was but I've seen something like that where they did discuss it mm-hmm. um but uh, yeah so in terms of the first movie as a standalone I think it's fantastic. Mm-hmm second movie as a standalone not as strong and definitely the third movie you pretty much have to watch the first two um but yeah
0: i'd say i guess you pretty much have to watch the first two yeah um
1: i think i think the best thing about the third
0: one is i'm not a big ethan hawk fan and i don't really particularly enjoy his performances in the other two yeah but i think in the third one he's really fucking good like he's just really believable in every like action movement he does like sometimes some of the things like his delivery in the first two i just are a little shaky for me anyway like the way he says things are like just doesn't feel like that natural but then the third one i think everything he says is just it feels like it's truly from the heart
1: yes actually i will agree with that he does feel like he's being real like in the first two it still feels like mm-hmm. he's in that a honeymoon stage of their relationship, yeah. so things feel a little bit more. He's, he's easily mystified by her and all that, whereas in the third one, mm. obviously, some of that has faded. And yeah. I think that allows his character to be more natural, and I think that's why mm-hmm. you might see him. Oh no, way. I just
0: mean more in the fact—not just that, but I think Ethan Hawke just got better as he. it no, just older. got better as an actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think he just actually—he did you know, get
1: better. Yeah, skill over time. Yeah, he did. He did get uh, better of an actor. Although
0: there's there's one thing that I I keep saying is the most unrealistic thing about this whole trilogy mm-hmm. is the idea that a man would keep that goatee for eighteen years. Like at some point, he's gonna go, eh, probably cut it off.
1: Well, I don't think so. Because I think in the in the third movie they're still kind of fighting with the whole, you know, he is forty one, he is a father, but has he really matured?
0: <laughs> yeah, I think that there's a little bit of that in there. Yeah. Have he he's he has this idea that he's this matured father, but he still does act immature a lot of the oh, time. Oh yeah, definitely. And but I think she throws. There's a lot of stuff that I really don't like. She does in the third one. She throws a lot of shit in his face, like just in in a lot of spite. Well. Like essentially he's 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 growing his life with another person. He's yeah. being the most vul- vulnerable version of himself. Yeah. And then she takes those vulnerabilities and she kind of throws it back at him a lot, which I think is just really not fucking cool.
1: Well, yeah, I mean she's she's not an easy person to be around or be with. That's what she's he really nice. <laughs> yeah, and, and love is about uh, recognizing people's, you know, uh, faults and and you know, what recognizing yeah. their faults and, and really learning to love them or, or, or knowing that, you know, they are like that and, yeah. and all that. You know, because Ethan Hawke's character isn't a perfect character either. Like, no. You know, he's still a little bit of a immature pervert, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, like, dude, <clears throat> I, I could not believe, so at the end of the third film, him trying to make up to her was, you know, writing that note from the future or whatever. But then ending it with, like, you know hey let's go have sex oh, that's how we make things better it's like no that's not how you make things better you don't just fuck and it clearly she doesn't want to have sex with you right now what makes you think yeah. that is going to to get her to be like oh you know what you're right you know that's <laughs> like, a great idea honey <laughs> like come on, it's so immature and so stupid yeah. and just not reality if i brought up sex to my wife in the middle of an argument that would be the last thing I'd be getting for probably the month. <laughs> 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 it would just not be a good idea. Yeah. So it's like that. That felt super. And then for the fact that she went along with it too, to to end up having sex with him, I think that's another thing that felt unrealistic to me about that whole ending. Mm. But um, like it's just you know, maybe that's just how she is. But you know, and yeah, it's, it's French, fucking yeah. weird. I guess. <laughs> I mean, she was talking about how French <laughs> men are not horny enough in the second yeah. film. Which I thought was hilarious. I thought that was pretty like, funny you know, too.
0: That, yeah. I was like, "Isn't isn't the like cliche that Frenchmen have all these mistresses? Like, surely they have to be at least some level of horny for that to be the, the case."
1: I don't even. I didn't even know that was a cliche. Um, what do
0: you mean you didn't know that that's a cliche? What
1: I've heard was is that Frenchmen, um, you know, like to seduce or whatever. It doesn't matter if mm-hmm. the woman is married or not, or is in a relationship or not. You know what I mean? I've never heard mm-hmm. of them having mistresses but being legitimately
0: like uh there's a film called love yeah um by Gaspar Noé, Mm -hmm. and in it like uh the guy is like super jealous all the time Mm -hmm. and he thinks that his girlfriend is sleeping with with this with this guy that she works with and he like tries to beat him up the cops like pull him away and it's not like booking him the cops just put him in a cafe and start chatting to him and they're like because he's american they're like listen you're american you don't understand this is france uh, she is probably sleeping with him but you know that's just the french way uh the best <laughs> thing for you to do is find yourself somebody to sleep with on the side it's just, she expects it of you it's totally natural
1: <laughs> well yeah like they have that conversation in that uh, hotel room about him sleeping yeah but that
0: room. was super messed up on him as well oh dude he totally think, did like i'm, totally I'm what did. i'm saying is is super jokey but like what he says to her in the hotel of like Oh well, you're French. You probably fucked like a bunch of people while we're together. No, but like... she
1: she accused him of, of cheating on her, and yeah. uh, he totally just stepped aside the 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 question and instead made it about something else. That is, he he, he cheated on her. He definitely did. Yeah. He slept with that girl. But you yeah. don't you don't just avoid it and turn it into. If you are asking me that, I am dedicated to you and the kids. Yes. That is not the answer she fucking asked you, dude. Like, are you,
0: of course, I'm dedicated to our children. Right? That's exactly. (laughs) Like, are you,
1: he's like, I love you. It's like, that's not what she's uh... asking. She's not asking if you love her or that other girl. She's asking, did you fuck her? Because you could have sex without love, dude.
0: That was like, I love that one of my favorite tweets uh, I've ever seen was when uh, Kevin's, the whole Kevin Spacey thing first came out. Um, And then he, uh he like tweeted um the rumors are true i am gay Mm -hmm. and then somebody uh tweeted back saying (laughs) that's like stealing what you're what you've tweeted right now is like stealing vegetables and then somebody accuses you of a crime and you say it is true i am vegetarian (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Because what was it about him? And <laughs> okay, well, that's
0: pretty. Like, that's not what we're discussing. We're not discussing whether or not you're gay. We're discussing whether or not you sexually assaulted somebody. Yeah,
1: you sexually assaulted that dude, right? Yeah, when yeah. he was when he was a minor or something like that.
0: Yeah, when he was like 14.
1: Yeah, that's like that's terrible. Yeah, man, that makes me but sad. But I, I just I, I, I like him. Too. I like Kevin yeah. Spacey. man, that really makes me. Uh, Kevin Spacey's
0: mad. like that. Just that weird spot for me where like there's a lot of movies with like you know since since everything's come out about a lot of people in hollywood yeah like i don't really have a problem watching people like movies of people in the past yeah But something about kevin spacey like i i always thought he played creepy really well but knowing that he played <laughs> that creepy was actually really well because creepy. he was a creep yeah that um, sucks. it just like makes it hard i don't i don't like watching things with kevin spacey now yeah because then I, it like, feels like, I, too I real don't... like
1: are you yeah you're not acting does. dude you're just a fucking yeah. creep yeah like that's the thing you're not
0: yeah you're not putting any effort into being a total complete just deplorable person you are
1: yeah because then you would think like oh wow this guy's a good actor he's, he's playing shitty really well uh yeah. good on him and then fucking really realizing oh no he is shitty yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah um but yeah that, that makes me sad dude because I, I did like yeah. a lot of his films and i did like him <laughs> yeah as a character in a lot of his films but now he, he's just not good um
0: yeah but going back to these movies
1: yes going back um, to these movies how I'm, would you rate each one okay the first one ah oh, gosh i i love it i mean it was it was fantastic i love the ambiguous ending um i love seeing these young actors as they are uh you know so early on in the career doing something like this yeah. it's it's honestly it's super like it's such ambitious a time warp. It's great. It, it is a time warp, but it's also like it's like super ambitious for these actors to mm-hmm. do that i mean it, i mean yeah like everybody does a rom-com but this is just a whole different type of level of that i mean it's it's yeah. trying to be something way different it, you could watch it for, for like those of you who enjoy romantic comedies and whatnot this isn't exactly as comedy as some romantic comedies yeah. but it's so very interesting because I, I tried
0: to show it to my mom who yeah. like does like rom coms. Yeah, she does like rom coms, and she got to the end of like not even the end. I think she got to the scene where they're in the cafe, mm. like uh like it, very near the end of the night, mm. and they're doing the fake phone calls. Oh yeah, I like that scene. I like that scene. <laughs> yeah, I like much. that scene. Yeah. But my mom like paused it and she was just like, "I can't do this." And I was like, "Why?" And she's like, "It's just too. It's just too pretentious. Kids just fucking screaming pretentious shit." It is. It. it is. it
1: is. <laughs> yeah, but...
0: and I I think there's a like i was saying when i was re-watching these especially now mm-hmm. like i didn't really care for the second one too much when i first watched them mm-hmm. which again around 2013 yeah i really liked the first one and yes. then i was like didn't care for the second one and the third one i just thought was really good on the merits of of all of its everything mm-hmm. um and then now seven years later watching the second one i just i don't really relate too much to the first one anymore mm-hmm. of like their characters i do just think they're just like annoying young kids they're, screaming about shit. They kind of are and yeah. like now I'm like I'm just kind of understanding the second one more where like, you know, it's the, just this discussion about responsibility that you're at that, at that point in your life and being kind of lost and mm-hmm. not sure where you're going and
1: Yeah, they're kinda know. at the beginning of their careers in mm-hmm. in the second one for sure. Yeah. So I was like, never
0: really clear what Celine's career is. Oh she's, she's... talking about non profit environmental work in the third one and then they're talking about going into either government work stuff or nonprofit. And i was like well, but what do you do
1: <laughs> i think she really just um she who are those like people who fucking god dude i don't know what the name of it is but you know she can work in government to fucking uh get shit to be, you know, voted on or whatever. Talking so about whatever. lobbyists? Yeah, kind of, well, no, she's not a lobbyist because you have to... <laughs> don't you have to be like a lawyer or some shit to be a lobbyist?
0: I don't know, actually.
1: Uh, I I'm think that's what it is. Well, I'm not 100% sure, but I know lobbyists are people in government who get paid by big business to uh, push yeah. certain laws or whatever. Um, and they just kind of speak to the politicians and, and line their pockets so that politicians can then vote on those things that, that they want them to do but she, she's just like an environmentalist activist slash whatever the fuck she does at at their jobs I don't know 100% um, but yeah I guess she writes up deals you know she could be she could have a, uh, a what's called a like a degree in, in some type of law you know what I mean uh, they don't Maybe, say yeah. explicitly yeah. but or they they might I don't know I have to watch 2 again now damn it <laughs> but um, you know fuck it yeah, i got wikipedia right here Fucking... <laughs> uh, oh shit didn't mean to do that oh my god but, sorry
0: it? you didn't answer your like uh oh yeah, um, yeah what was it what was
1: it what was scoring the thing? oh scoring like what you, that's yeah. right that's right that's right um i i really enjoyed it because i enjoy uh so there's this thing called that's new relationship energy it's kind of like uh you know uh, the, the honeymoon phase essentially Mm -hmm. I think watching that honeymoon phase is is very fun. I like being in the honeymoon phase. I like the idea of making new relationships and watching people make these new relationships and connections is very enjoyable to me. Um, So for me, I would rate this for something like that fairly high. I'd say it's probably one of my favorite romance movies, you know, ever. And Mm -hmm. I don't have very many romance movies that I watch, so... (laughs) That's not exactly a hard list to get on. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I would say I give it probably about an eight. I think eight okay. is a good score. Because I, I did very much enjoy it. Out of all of the films, the first one gave me the best feeling at the end. Of it. Yeah.
0: The first one's just so hopeful.
1: Yeah. I mean, I loved the ending. But... It's, well, Reese, now, if you're a cynic, it, it could be <laughs> that they never met each other and that that was it. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, that was the thing is I did yeah, yeah. I'd
0: say it's it's just uh, I feel like again I I, I so, no I, I need to get the answer from my roommate so <laughs> I, I I I did an experiment mm-hmm. and that experiment was uh, my roommate Aaron who uh, oh, I've mentioned oh shit I shouldn't name drop people oh no um, it's a common one oh. person name
1: holy shit <laughs> Aaron from Game Grumps um, yeah
0: Aaron from Game Grumps bro dude I was uh, <laughs> he no but I was. I was like, have you ever watched Before Sunset or Sunrise? And he's like, no, I've never heard that before. And I was like, you never heard of a before movie? And he was like, no. And I was like, cool. I'm going to have you watch this one. There's only one. There's one movie. They made one movie. 95. That's it. (laughs) And then I showed him before i had him watch before sunrise and i had him tell me everything he thought about it and what he thought about the end i just can't remember what he said at the end because basically i just i was just really excited to be like there's more (laughs) (laughs) yeah and then i was like because i wanted to just incubate this little situation that would have been 1995 because again (laughs) we're kind of spoiled or you know i discovered these films when the third one came out you knew that there were three of them when you started watching them as well. Like we didn't watch the first one going with nine years left, leaving us going, Oh, I wonder, wonder if anything happens next. Mm-hmm. Like, cause at the end of the day, regardless of whether or not you think they meet up or not, you know, there's a second one, you know, that they meet again later. Mm-hmm. They kind of have to. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, uh, I, I, I like the first one and I, I I felt like they would always meet. Maybe that's my optimisticness, or maybe it's the fact that I knew there were more movies.
1: I, I think it's your optimism, to be honest. Uh I know you, Reese. You're a hopeless mm-hmm. romantic. You haven't gotten so, to the point where you're fucking, you know, like dead inside yet. So <laughs> for the time being. Give it time. <laughs> yeah, for the for the time being, I know you're still very much so. Cause like I see a lot of Ethan's hot character in you. Mm-hmm. I, I see you and jesse yeah. being very no, I, similar I people because you are a cynic no, I... a lot
0: of the times <laughs> yeah i'm a, I'm a uber cynic and then yeah you're like and then and then you know, but yes, you're still like any hopeless, basic romantic question as about well. romance i just yeah. become a marshmallow
1: exactly <laughs> so like i see a lot of uh his character and yes so i yeah. thought that was very and very i
0: have very similar fears of being a good father
1: <laughs> yeah 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 definitely so, I, I thought that was very interesting when I was watching this. I was like, oh, look at that. A, it reminds me a lot of a guy I'd be friends with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, Maybe somebody I met when I was like, I don't know, 14. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and and Celine, uh in the first movie, definitely a girl I could fall in love with. The second and yeah. third, I don't know so much. But uh, The second
0: and third, I think the second one really relies on the fact that he... Just can't get over that night in Vienna for him to still be into her. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, yeah, I yeah. think she is a bit more neurotic. And the third one, she's even more neurotic.
1: Oh, like... shit, dude. I just uh, found something out. Um, yeah. Hold on. When the fuck? Ethan Hawke was married to Uma Thurman and, and divorced her uh, shortly after, I think, the the second film released. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Weird. Did you not know that? No, I didn't.
0: Yeah, they got a daughter and everything, man. Wow. So Ethan. Oh, yeah, she's in Stranger Things. <laughs> and once upon a time in Hollywood.
1: Oh, that is that is that's his daughter and, and, and yeah. Uma Thurman's Her name
0: is fucking something hawk. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> fuck, that's hawk. right. Yeah. I like Even her. though she's she just cool. looks like tiny Uma Thurman. No, <laughs> I think she looks very different. Uh um, nah, No, she looks exactly like Uma Thurman. No, like, I mean they look, to look the very similar the point where like but... they look very similar to the point where like I like when I was watching Stranger Things, I was like, this just looks like I'm watching Uma Thurman. Uma Thurman, so yeah. Was, I think like, I remember you telling me that. Brunette Uma Thurman.
1: But uh, that just kind of makes it a little bit more real for Ethan Hawke there, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Damn. That's, that's oh, pretty interesting Yeah, interesting. Totally,
0: yeah. Uh, if only, you know, the movie, if only in real life, it was because he ended up marrying
1: Julie Depley. <laughs> oh, that would be cool, huh? I mean, it wouldn't be cool. It'd it be would sad. Be cool, it'd yeah. be fucked up. It'd be very interesting. Because then it yeah. would feel like it'd be too personal to the actor. I wonder if he wouldn't have finished it if that was the case. Uh, nah, probably wouldn't. No. Yeah, would've been too real. Um. So apparently, Julie was... definitely
0: like hated hated Ethan Hawking in like the first one. She just thought he was everything that she didn't like about Americans.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say he kind of was that character in in that yeah. movie, right? Like. But
0: not just, to... like, the character,
1: like, the actor, the the actor actors, Ethan Hawke. So... She did not like the actor Ethan Hawke well, when he I, made the first Well, I can one. imagine he was probably pretentious. I mean, he was young. Well, no, he
0: was probably, like, not pretentious, and she was, like, a pretentious French, you know, 20-something-year-old who was like, well, I think the world is... I better without, Americans. without
1: the <laughs> Americans, yes, of course. I, I, that is exactly dude, what her the, accent sounds in like. In the third movie, I thought it was hilarious when she called him... What did she call him? She called him, like, a, a gun-toting donut-eating american or some shit i thought it was fucking hilarious she brings
0: up the american thing way too much oh
1: it kills me though i love it i think it's funny because like i don't really think i don't i live
0: in a country where it's brought up to me every day
1: (laughs) but for her it doesn't feel like it's ever in any type of seriousness
0: Uh, it doesn't matter if it's not in seriousness it does it does get to me a little bit oh it does sometimes oh again like the the idea that i can never feel like i'm in place hmm you know, like every, every time I even just like, because it's also the odd thing of I look like I'm a white dude in the mm-hmm. middle of a white country. Mm-hmm. Like I look like I'm in, I'm supposed to be here. Mm-hmm. I get to the cash register. They, they're they like, well, here is a white guy who is about to do white guy things. <laughs> and then I open my mouth and like, holy shit, he's American. Like they, you can see that look on like uh, Everyone's just a person's face. face. Yeah. Like when... Like like I, I'm just going for a coffee, like just getting to the counter and going, oh, I'll just have a coffee, please. And they're like, Oh, he's American. Like, uh-huh. like just, and I'm just like, I just don't want that look anymore. Like that look gets a little mm. tiring.
1: Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Lithium, get the fuck out of here, dude. I'm trying to. You have a cat named Lithium. Yes. You didn't know that. Is she a lithium ion battery? <laughs> yeah, she's uh, she's got a little. You know, she she plays the drums. What is that big freaking bass drum? Yeah. That's what she does. That's Walks the her. Energizer Bunny, yeah. Yeah, but this is a cat. So, did we- you name her
0: Lithium in the hopes that she'd have like a lot of energy, and she's just like no, no, not at all.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I don't even know why we named her it Lithium. It's just, oh wait, no, 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 there is a reason. It's because uh, the wife couldn't pronounce her real name. Um, I can't remember what her <laughs> previous name was. Uh, it was like. God, what, consuela no no what the hell that, consuela what the hell kind of a name for a cat is consuela but um
0: how, how dare you i'm gonna fucking get a cat now and name it consuela yeah and i'm
1: gonna call it fucking lithium but <laughs> anyway um or connie connie yeah conchita but uh so uh so that was my that was my rating for the first movie um mm-hmm. No, you didn't give it. I don't think you. Gave it. Oh yeah, you did. I did you said an eight. Eight, yeah. eight, eight, eight out of ten. because I, th- I, I very much enjoyed it. Um, I thought it was very interesting, and again, it gave me those good feelings. And I very much enjoy how it ended. There's not very many, you know, romantic movies that end uh, <laughs> ambiguous like that. You know, do they meet again, or do don't they? And you know, it was so. Yeah, cheesy. I think it is
0: a little bit of. I think maybe, granted, there's the little bit of the personal element of what really happened mm-hmm. to Richard Linklater. But I think on top of that it's a little bit of a subversion of the and then they lived happily ever after. Cause it's like you don't know yeah. if they lived happily ever. You just get we'll meet here in six months.
1: Okay, bye. Yeah, yeah. And they don't even exchange and numbers then, because they're idiots and they're they're just hopeless romantic. I wouldn't say that it's they're idiots. I think no, it's better. Because I idiots. mean like there's that
0: they kind of make fun of it in the <laughs> They do, they the make fun of it when, in the second one actually. No, no, they make fun of it in the third one when those they're like talking to those kids, the the twenty year olds. And they're giving, like, a very similar kind of night. Like, you know, how we, we met over this oh, yeah, yeah, one yeah. night. And we had this like, amazing, beautiful experience. Yeah. Like, wow. And then and then what? And they're like, oh, we just Skyped every day.
1: Yeah, they just Skyped. And, <laughs> well, the technology was there back then yeah. in the 90s. The technology wasn't there. It was either right. Back in letters... the 90s, were you in a very famous TV show? I was, actually. It was called uh, BoJack. BoJack. BoJack? Was it? BoJack no. the Horseman? No, no, no. no. <laughs> actually, it was Family. Oh, what the fuck was the name of the show? Wasn't I cleared, yeah. Thank you. That's what it was, because <laughs> I played a horse named Bojack. That's a, and you know because I'm very uh fucking, you know, god damn it, I let this shit fall apart. Anyway, yeah, us move really on. getting away. That, <laughs> I <was> gonna say, <laughs> um, fuck, dude. Oh yeah, yeah. They also made fun of it in the second film too, because remember Ethan hawk and her were like, oh, well, why, like, the why the why didn't fuck we didn't we exchange numbers? numbers? We're idiots, <laughs> you know
0: i don't know i think if i was in that situation i think no i probably wouldn't have I, w- I wouldn't have not exchanged numbers i probably would have gotten at least an address to write like write letters something at least yeah something, something more than I, pr- I probably wouldn't have gone the the number route i've been like numbers it's it ruins it if we if we exchange numbers we'll say if we'll talk that we'll talk but let's just because i think they're just trying to avoid what they're saying like they're just like petering out you know yeah yeah that because that like, they what talk about it on the boat yeah that is what they want to talk about on the boat but so you can understand their logic they're not idiots you you, because the reality is i think that if they had exchanged numbers if the events didn't fall the way they did they probably would have just you know gotten a little bored of each other in the long distance thing just called it a day
1: the thing is they don't know that they could have never talked this whole movie is about a what if actually being kind of successful so why wouldn't you take that what if i mean obviously they ended up fucking up because then he got there and he was really sad and, and then you know he didn't see her again and he went there and all that shit and um, it yeah. was just an easy thing that they could have done and you could have had a conversation you know what I yeah. mean yeah I didn't so when Sam was out you know when she got sent to the Philippines the only mm-hmm. thing I had was a phone call I couldn't talk to her any other way and yeah. I, would, uh, I think I would send her messages that she wouldn't get for like a whole day later. So it was literally kind of like yeah. a letter. I would usually write to her a really long message. Uh, it was on Facebook, but it was basically an email. Um, yeah. Because the length of time it took to actually get to her for her to read it and then respond. Um, so my phone calls were typically at like four in the morning or some shit like that where it was like the Mm -hmm. afternoon for her um or or later on in the day i think it was the evening much like you and i now yes except (laughs) it's a little different (laughs) Um, how dare you (laughs) oh i'm sorry i'm not uh, in love with you (laughs) oh that's it this podcast is over (laughs) (laughs) god damn it we gotta break up all right well are we getting joint custody of the channel
0: yeah. Okay. yeah. Well, you'll get it on the weekends.
1: I'll get the channel on the weekends there. Right? <laughs> yeah. We'll have to <laughs> we'll have to record half of our conversation. Um you'll send me your conversation, I'll listen to it and I'll respond back to it with a recording. Yeah. So that's how it's going. It's, <laughs> it's just
0: me talking <laughs> while you're going. Mhm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
1: Um but uh yeah, so I mean I did that situation for A couple months i believe and i mean yes it was it was fine i I didn't have any issues with it so i mean i really think that they that it was dumb of them to not exchange some type of information
0: (laughs) yeah i mean i get what you're saying but again uh, i I, I think i relate too much to ethan hawk's character and i probably would have come up with some stupid idea like that as well
1: you had something fizzle up huh you had something fizzle up yeah
0: i mean most things (laughs) oh but i just wouldn't want that i'd want the like excitement of of you know yeah of like it, it we, we can't just have the content it's, it's gonna be then we'll just we'll speak then we'll, we'll go then like mm-hmm. not this like we'll keep in touch briefly this that but, you know i mean, i've had plenty of people who i was like i had a genuine connection with and then it just because Especially now with, like, texting mm-hmm. and being able to call people or, or message people whenever you want. Yeah. Like, I feel like I, I, I have a lot more things fizzle out because I just get bored.
1: Oh, yeah, Sam, I hate easier. texting, dude. I get so tired yeah. of that bullshit. Um, I don't yeah. text anybody on a daily basis. No yeah. one. Zero I try people. not to.
0: Uh, but lockdown's really not fucking helped me.
1: Well. Um, I think I,
0: I've definitely realized that I, I'm starting to have more of a problem with being on my phone recently because of because of because of lockdown it's just you know i'm just sitting around and i'm bored in in the house and i don't know what to do so i just grab my phone yeah instead of instead of doing something else and then i get to the point where like now the way i want to entertain myself is by opening my phone and then i just feel like annoyed or like i'll be i'm back at work now and i'm and i'll still grab my phone to like look at something and i just and then i'm just sitting there angry at myself because because
1: you're looking at your phone Yeah, Yeah. or
0: because, not even that I fully looked at it, because I thought, because I grabbed it, I put my hand on it, and was a, and, like, looked at it, and I just saw the, like, it light up, and I just feel shame. Like, I still, I'm like, oh, you fucking, you just can't go five seconds without it. Like, I just start getting mad at myself.
1: Damn, you got some, such self-imposed shame. (laughs) No one else feels shame for you, like, you're, I know know nobody else feels shame for that, but I think that
0: that's (laughs) called self, how you get self-improvement. Oh, yeah is recognizing the flaws in your own behavior well, what are you trying, trying to improve? To, to exactly them. yeah yeah that's just that's just me i don't
1: know well i mean what do you, you i just feel to like there's is a lot exactly. more
0: i just that's the thing is in this in this time uh-huh it's not like i can just go out and chat to people meet new people do do this or do that yeah, yeah. it's there is no other option that there is no don't be on your phone yeah. because you should rather be in the moment because in the moment nothing's happening now it's
1: just yeah yeah, yeah.
0: we're we're just stuck indoors over so here.
1: Like, okay so that's what it was you you felt like you were um this i feel like i'm constant missing out on real screen life. time yeah 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 this constant screen time was causing you to miss out on real events that are happening in front of you yeah okay and yeah. you wanted it less than that because you want to live your life not Stare at a screen. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. I, for me, I just get bored of looking at my phone very easily and very quickly. Um, I prefer having, uh, I guess really what I enjoy is that instant gratification of talking to somebody and hanging out with someone. Uh, when like text messaging people or messaging people in general is, you don't get that instant gratification. Mm -hmm. It takes like a second or what maybe they don't respond at all. Fucking, I don't know. You're just sitting there waiting for a damn response. And I hate that shit. It kills yeah. me. And it makes trying to make friends or, or start a new relationship. Very, very difficult for me. And I, I struggle so hard with this right now. It, you know, in today's society, cause it's, it's the norm right now. Yeah. Like that's what people do now. They don't go out with people, uh, and hang out with them or, or set up a date or whatever. Um, Without having to talk first via text message at least a fucking week, you know yeah, and I understand most people do that because of safety purposes, but at the same time, it's like just go to a public place. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah. No one's gonna kill you if you're it's twelve o'clock and you're at like an Applebee's or some shit. <laughs> but anyway, uh, that that's my yeah. struggle with it all. Uh, that's mm-hmm. why I don't really. That's why I'm not on my phone much, just because I just can't uh, be the best person of myself on the phone. It just, it just doesn't work like that with me. I can't do it. Uh, so that's another reason why I wanted to start the podcast, actually. Yeah. I suck at messaging you, dude. Our friendship well dwindled to all <laughs> but like barely hanging on there for a little bit. I think yeah. we went on like uh, m- like ten months at least without fucking messaging each other. Probably, because yeah. <laughs> I'm,
0: yeah. I'm I'm also just bad at messaging people. Me too, I'm like, terrible. This is, at it. That's what I'm th- saying. This is this is how I message people. I go, oh, I should message this person, mm. and then I'll think of like, oh, what should I say? And then I'll think of what to say, and I go, oh, that was good. <laughs> and then I don't, and then I don't message them <laughs> I don't. I just in my head think of a really good message to send them, and um, then never do it. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and I then just... I'm like, ten months later, I'm like, oh fuck, I never sent them that message. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm like confused as to why i I've lost contact with people. Yeah. I'm just I'm really bad at texting. I'm really bad at keeping up with people. Like if I can say, Hey, let's go meet up here, then it's a lot easier. I yeah,
1: exactly. And I, I always explain to my wife this, uh like about uh guys. Like my wife will have friends on Twitter and all this shit. She'll have friends on like yeah. all these other uh media platforms or whatever that are part of whatever, you know, mm-hmm. community she's a part of. But um i tell you the thing with guys we don't just kind of like talk to each other it's usually like this is how the conversations go when guys message each other hey man what are you doing this day or that or what are you doing (laughs) right now you want to go do this thing and the answer is usually yes no or let's reschedule and that's it we don't really talk much outside of that we usually just hang out
0: (laughs) I, i sent a message to to somebody the other day just like or today actually um, that was like definitely way longer than most dudes just text but like <laughs> but it was like uh, I want to make sure he's doing alright I'm gonna text him this to see if he's okay yeah and like you know just kind of general bent and stuff like that
1: yeah I need to I need to speaking of which I need to check on my coworker, dude he got COVID and he's in the yeah you know, I, mean, I remember you said that yeah he's in the fucking ICU he's still in ICU yeah so. they moved him out of it for like a day and then they were like oh shit <laughs> no, you need to go back in um that's, uh, yeah, I'm worried. Like, I don't right. want the dude to die. He's a good guy. Yeah. Um yeah, so that would be shitty. But mm-hmm. uh I was my wife is getting to the point where it's like <laughs> everyone knows someone who has had COVID. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's that's yeah. pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: it is it is pretty bad. It's it's not great. I mean over here there's I say a little bit less of that. Uh-huh. Um, because obviously things have been in just lockdown for so long. Like it's one of those where you hear people argue. people are like oh the numbers are so low why are we in lockdown it's like well the numbers are low because we've been inside for 10 months <laughs> yeah. yeah it's because it's of like, lockdown that's yeah, it's, yeah but at the same time there's a lot of hard yeah it's it's just one of those super complicated situations that people like to paint as black and white and it's really not black and white but reese, it's a lot of fucked up gray
1: but reese it is yeah they're they're impeding on your freedoms reese <laughs>
0: We this is the UK. We have- <laughs> I know,
1: right? <laughs> I, I just hate we tax that tax our that's... tea and our sugar.
0: Yeah. And uh, and then you know, that's... and then we didn't have independence. I, I remember a couple of years ago they it, Britain introduced a new sugar tax. So things with real sugar instead of artificial sweetener have a tax on top of it. Um, and really? so they're they're generally like ten pence more expensive. For like real uh, sugar. Yeah, for like real. So like a can of Coke. Yeah. Will be like a pound but a can of, or can of Coke zero will be a pound but a can of real Coke is, is one pound ten
1: so they add a tax on on fake sugar they well added a, yeah they, they
0: added a, a tax on real cane sugar Yeah, um, yeah and I course. kept making the joke and I was like well you know the last time the British taxed sugar we had a revolution so just saying <laughs> <laughs> yeah so just many people were
1: saying man people were saying after uh, Trump lost the election that uh, there was people going to be going out and fucking Cause of chaos and bullshit, and they, they did have to arrest a couple of people, but um, yeah, man. And then another thing that the that the Republicans like to say, or the Trump supporters are like, Our president lost, but you don't see us fucking rioting. And it's like, dude, they're rioting because people were getting murdered by cops, not because their fucking president lost. <laughs> like, this is a completely different circumstances, there, buddy. uh, Yeah, there
0: was a great thing that I saw. (laughs) It was like showing the comparing the numbers of the amount of people who voted, the amount of votes that Biden got, but the amount of votes that like Republican senators and congresspeople got. Yeah. (laughs) And it was saying like these numbers are clear one, that there isn't voter fraud, and two, this election wasn't Republican, wasn't that Georgia went blue, but that Republicans knew that Trump was shit.
1: (laughs) Or that you know we just had a good vote, voter turnout this year and like yeah people who didn't normally vote voted
0: <laughs> yeah
1: that's true um, i but... like
0: how we're, we're like we did a really good job at the beginning of this episode just heading straight first into the movies oh yeah, yeah and yeah. then we just asked like it, now we're we're doing the opposite we're sliding away
1: well okay so so Georgia just got certified right
0: mm-hmm.
1: this is after yeah. a recount yeah and we're still blue so I mean the yeah. writing right there is on the fucking wall, man. They just need to, it they, is he the just wall, needs yeah. to fucking concede already because the longer he takes to uh, the thing is he doesn't need transition. to
0: concede until December when the electoral college votes happen. Yes, but that, by that, now- that I com- I do agree with some re- like I don't agree with Donald Trump, but I agree with some Senate- Republican like senators and congressmen who were like, no, it's not done yet. The electoral votes still need to happen. <laughs> like he can't just. Concede before they vote on whether or not he actually lost. Because yes, we've certified the states, but it's still the electoral college votes. There have been unfaithful votes before. Mm-hmm. We still don't know. It could somehow we could li- like literally, it could just go straight to Trump because of the electoral votes. In which case, you know, there'd probably be civil war. But <laughs> Dude, it's still something insane. that you can't exactly Can you say yet.
1: Can you imagine yeah, if Jordan's votes went red, even though it was fucking blue. That would yeah
0: that would be chaos no, it would be chaos it would be nuts but but it's still true that you can't say that Trump has lost yet
1: okay <laughs> like, so in terms of that yes but I will say this by being stubborn like this and not allowing transition to really start because transition is supposed to yeah. be starting yeah no, 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 there's a difference
0: between between Ooh, saying hold on, hold on, hold on, you uh, haven't won that...
1: okay you go ahead, yeah go ahead, yeah go I wasn't finishing my thought here. Uh, <laughs> by, by preventing this transition from taking place, he's doing much more harm to the government mm-hmm. and to to the country uh, than he would have if he had just you know allowed transition to take place. because yeah. uh, for example, 9/11 happened because of a rocky transition between uh, George Bush um, and uh, and Al Gore. Remember that? Well, so I don't you remember it exactly, huh?
0: bill clinton
1: no 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 no, this happened between al gore and george bush they were it actually went to the courts and the supreme court had to decide the election yeah yeah so because of that transition was halted i mean even though he was basically just staying there um there was there still kind of they needed to prepare and they couldn't prepare for the next term so because of that there was huge uh issues with national security and thus 9-11 happened like, I think that I have here. to look
0: more into that, but I think that's probably uh, blaming the wrong, like uh, pushing the blame on on to something that's not really. It's kind of that seems kind of rocky, in my opinion.
1: Well, I mean they 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 need to move in their staff into that whole like
0: they still, they need to move in their staff. But one of the things that like, uh, there's an interview with Edward Snowden that he uh-huh. talks about where he says like, uh, the like the even though the the administrations we we blame things on obama we blame things on trump we blame things on clinton we blame things on bush Mm. he's like but the people who've been running the intelligence organizations have really stayed the same for a very long time and it's Mm. because regardless of what your opinions are when you win the presidency you get to office and there's a and it's your first day and the head of the intelligence organization walks in drops a you know hundred page dossier of stuff you need to know and people you need to know and he says this is all the stuff that the intelligence intelligence agency knows and he tells them and they they extremely overcomplicate things not really extremely like they they give them the full rundown of how complicated the intelligence organization is mm-hmm. and then they go i've been doing this for 30 years i'm an expert in the field i'm going to continue what i'm doing and you can be president and then they go that sounds like a lot of work and i have a lot of other stuff to do you can go ahead and do that
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So I think blaming the transition of power to Bush, uh, meaning what that 9/11 happened, is it understates the fact that the intelligence organization drops a ball. <clears throat> yeah, just dropped the, just dropped the ball.
1: Well, I mean it sure it wasn't just dropped the
0: ball. It's one of those situations where it's like you'd never imagined something like that could happen and then it happened and you're like, oh God, then we had nothing in place to really stop this. Um, what do we do now? how do we stop it from happening again yeah 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 all the complicated stuff that happened with the patriot act and everything yeah 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 yeah. it was fucking
1: pretty fucking insane man
0: i made that joke when i was watching home alone 2 again funny (laughs) enough
1: because of the two times
0: but like when they were like running through the airport and Mm -hmm. i was just like oh 1994 remember when you could just run through an airport that was crazy yeah and
1: then like fucking yeah, there was so much less security. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was a that's
0: a joke that there's a British comedian Nish Kumar. Uh he said that white white privilege is his white girlfriend saying we're going to be late for the our flight, let's run and he goes and he's like this like he's just very Indian looking dude. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he's just like I can't run through an airport. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, essentially. I mean, it's there, holy shit. Did you ever see that uh, Harold and Kumar movie? That, any of those yeah movies? which one the go to white castle no no the other one after that uh what was i've only
0: one? seen go to white castle
1: Is go to the white castle um cause... go to white Castle is the first one yeah it's the first one there what was the second one no
0: patrick harris says coke off a, on off like a hooker's tits yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That's, that, all that, I <laughs> that's
1: that's go to white castle the second one was like amsterdam or some shit like that they go to amsterdam yeah i forget maybe the fucking... i again i've
0: only seen go to white castle
1: so anyway um it was fucking hilarious because you know uh which kumar is uh the indian guy right yeah. yeah yeah so he brings like some type of smokeless bomb on there and it has this old lady who takes a, who looks at him or whatever and uh, so you see him he's just like oh hey the, the, how are you doing you know he just waves all nicely and he's very cordial and then you look at him from the old lady's perspective, and she sees him as a fucking, like, terrorist or some shit. And she's like, feels like she has to hold on to her bag really tightly. It's just like, oh my God. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. The jokes they made back, like, not even 10 years ago was fucking. Oh, God. <laughs> they were funny.
0: Do you want to hear something fucking stupid yeah. about, over- about Britain renaming shit because either copyright or they felt like they it just wouldn't connect to a british audience so this one i kind of get because white castle doesn't exist over here so they renamed the harold and kumar first film really what do they rename it to but it's the dumbest name it's harold and kumar get the munchies
1: get the munchies? Yeah. What the fuck, dude? That's <laughs> legitimately what the film has got. Like I I
0: remember I was like talking to a friend and I was like, "Oh yeah, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. It's a funny movie." And they're like, "I haven't seen that one." I've seen Harold and Kumar get the munchies. And I was like, <laughs> "I haven't seen that one. That's weird." And then they start we started explaining the plot of the film. we yeah, like, no, the, the, the same, same movie. Fucking movie." And then I looked it up and they changed the title of the film for Britain. And I'm a, I, the only thing I can think of is because White Castle isn't a thing here. Yeah. I was like, well, congratulations, White Castle isn't a thing on the West Coast. We still fucking watched it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's a place. It doesn't need to be a fucking, like, uh, in yeah. Texas, it's called Harold and Kumar Go to Whataburger. You know, like, what? <laughs> Like, in, in california we named it harold and kumar go and to in out <laughs> dude speaking of which god damn i miss in n out i fucking miss it so much they got a shake
0: shack over here but it's just not the same
1: oh do they yeah um yeah they have something called a steak and shake over here and uh they have something that's kind of like a. it's called crystal apparently it's like a white castle i don't know but dude we got a tim hortons here it's great i don't think i've been there before
0: it's a canadian
1: yeah yeah i know i know what it is but um yeah, because I've heard about it from some of my Canadian YouTubers I watch. Uh, they are some car review guys, and uh, they went to Tim Hortons in a really tiny fucking three-wheeled vehicle, and it was hilarious. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was really funny. But, uh, um, yeah, dude, I, I miss In-N-Out. It's been way too long. Yeah, and it's crazy. been
0: way too long. I, 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 In-N-Out, that was my last meal before
1: I left. Yeah, I mean, it has to be. That's usually how it is for any Californian. Although I was so
0: fucking hungover, I really couldn't. (laughs) I really didn't enjoy it. I was, like, nearly thrown up everywhere. Yeah, any Californian. My going-away party, the last thing I really remember is is, uh, our friend David just going, like, hey, this bottle of rum that I have here, we're going to finish this by the end of the night. And I was like, nah, man, I don't really feel like it. And then I woke up the next morning uh, naked in a bed, um, and, like... (laughs) And I saw in uh, in the trash can was the empty bottle of rum. Jesus Christ. Like, well, dude, I guess we did that.
1: What <laughs> the hell are you naked for, man? Or did you get, like, hot? Because uh, I <laughs> threw up
0: all over myself. <laughs> uh, t- oh, to which point uh, my friends then, because my friends are awesome, mm. just fucking stripped me down and threw me in the shower so I could just throw up on myself in the shower. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Dude, have you... You gotta try this shit. Did I already tell you this last episode? I can't remember, but um, I, I might have the the jalapeno mango. uh You did tell me oh about that. God. I still don't know if you I want to try no, that. No, you this gotta is... try it. It's so good. Oh, it's habanero. <sighs> it's not jalapeno. Habanero. Still
0: like spicy in my shots. Like I don't really dig Fireball for that reason. You know, that's just <laughs> cinnamon flavor, man.
1: Yeah, that's not even spicy. That's like fucking that's it's spice but it's not spicy you know what fireball tastes like to me fireball tastes like what if christmas was an alcohol that's what fireball tastes like to me okay yeah, i i don't get that but it's okay. cinnamon dude it's cinnamon it's like a C- red hot you know those uh gum. Red hot those, no those sticks of gum the red hots <laughs> oh fuck i forgot about those, yeah, like I, hated those. I hated those I <laughs> so much. hey you must hate fireball then because they taste the same
0: yeah, they do taste exactly the same. Like, now that you're saying it, I know exactly what you're talking about.
1: Mm-hmm. And they
0: do taste exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of, my beer's gone. I'm really upset.
1: Oh, what were you drinking this episode?
0: Um, I was drinking a, a Reinbacher, Reinbacher. Uh, which is just a German it was just German pilsner. I have another one downstairs. Oh, okay. But it's nice, downstairs.
1: Nice. <laughs> um, so anyway, back to the was movie. Cool. Uh, you want to... Yeah. Let's uh, talk about I don't two. think you Let's actually give a, a
0: solid sunset. rating for Before Sunset
1: i didn't i didn't uh we didn't talk about it much either except for the fact that it was you know done kind of in a full yeah kind of like the second
0: one but i i think there's there's so much more to talk about the first one and the third one in the sense of like it completing this this series well yeah i mean they were also longer movies as well (laughs) yeah but even though the second one i think is really good and in my opinion better than the third one i i think it's harder to talk about because it's not the end it's not this kind of you know it doesn't have the the beginning like the cause and effect consequence versus action uh, uh, for and action, actions that that the beginning of a trilogy and the end of a trilogy has
1: yeah this one is really so before sunset is really just like um you know they they met up again they're just reconnecting and we're just listening to what has changed in their lives yeah we we do we know that you know they still kind of fantasize about that night and they can possibly mm-hmm. still fall in love you know what i mean and yeah. that they definitely do would probably would love to try it um
0: well i think there's that beautiful line that she says when they're on the boat where she says i think when you're younger you think you're gonna have so many connections with so many different people and then you get older and you realize that you only get a chance to do that with a really uh, small handful of people.
1: I thought that's what uh, Jesse said. Uh, no, she says that. She said the, that. Oh, uh, that yeah. Jesse said that. But uh, yeah, I think that is an interesting line because it, it it does feel like that's reality, right? And I feel like yeah. I still kind of am living in that kind of reality, you know. No, I think you. I think we
0: definitely do have that that kind of reality. It, 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 it's unfortunate, yeah. but you know.
1: Yeah, but I I mean I really do think that. Uh, that there are there are other people I just don't know, um, and that's the thing is you don't know. But uh, apparently, from from you know those who are wiser than us, there really isn't <laughs> that many people. <laughs> mm. And that's the thing you don't know until you're you've got that age. So, and yeah. of course these experiences differ with uh with everyone. You know, not everyone experiences uh, a love life or, or romantic relationships the same way. So, I feel like for these specific characters though this was definitely the case <laughs>
2: uh,
1: they just yeah. it was difficult for them to connect with people to begin with and i think that's why they fantasize about that night so often um, and that's why they have hang held on to it for 10 fucking years and why jesse felt the need to write a whole fucking book on it and why celine i don't know if it's
0: necessary it. that they have trouble connecting with other people i think it is genuinely that they just had something special, but if that they is had, irreplaceable.
1: if they had these other special connections, though, do you think that, that he really would have written a book about the situation? Like truly, I don't think so. I think for yeah, because her... I
0: think even you can still have. <laughs> Sorry, it's it's, it's good? a, it's a difficult argument because it's, essentially, you know, it's it's you, because it... the fact that they end up together in the end mm-hmm. kind of nullifies, makes your point true. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there are people who sometimes you have an experience with them and it's unforgettable and no matter how many, no matter if you have a better or new or more interesting experience with another person it's still hard to forget the experience or the feeling you got from another person because every feeling you get is different, you can, you know the the, the kind of love that you feel for one person even though it's a similar romantic love is is different to what you're going to feel when you you know, fall in love with somebody else because yeah. it's a different type of love that you're falling into. You know, I, and I think I know that someone... doesn't mean that it washes away the yeah. love that you that you grew, grew with somebody in that other moment in the past.
1: That's uh, true, and I do know someone who's actually had one of these uh, before sunrise kind of situations. Um, yeah, and I'm gonna tell you, it's it's a stupid fucking. It, it's it's reality, so obviously it's gonna be sad. Yeah, <clears throat> because reality is not always happy. It, it's very rare that it is. Uh, as nice and tidy with a bow but uh yeah so but even these movies aren't <clears throat> nice and tidy no 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 they they're left ambiguous and i like that
2: mhm
0: um, and the messiness of the of his life in the third film of like you know ex-wife who hates him and is using their son I as like leverage the, to I mean, torture him yeah i like is, the messiness
1: you know, of of before midnight i like i said yeah. i don't like the ending for all the reasons i've already stated but uh I do like the messiness, and I like how it's—it feels less fantasy. It feels more real. They're a little bit yeah. more real to each other as well. Like they're—they're they're just kind mm-hmm. of kind of assholes to each other, but they still love each other. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> but <clears throat> anyway, so I know this friend. I'm not going to mention any names because it's kind of a, a personal story, um, and she's not going to listen to this. I know she doesn't know. But <laughs> uh, she probably will never listen to this uh, because I am not going to be her friend anymore for many reasons. Um, okay. But uh, she just, just kind of pissed me off. But <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> so she went on this uh, date, right? This was after a breakup. So, kind of like Ethan Hawke's character, Jesse, um, meeting this uh, girl right after him and his girlfriend broke up. Well, she went on this date with this guy uh like weeks like just a few weeks maybe even a singular week after breaking up with her long time uh boyfriend um and they yeah. went to savannah you know savannah georgia yeah it's uh yeah it's a cool city by the beach um well it's very uh liberal there so mm-hmm. um, very cool place great place to spend a lot of money so she went there with <laughs> this guy and they spent the whole weekend there and uh they, they came back you know they were they, they spent the whole weekend just doing crazy stupid shit going about town you know like uh, walking the streets at night kind of like this situation before sunrise mm-hmm. um except with a lot more sex <laughs> um so they get back and they're done and he tells her he tells her you know she knows he's he's in the military he's in the navy or whatever he tells her he's getting sorry just,
0: just very quickly yeah I might have to edit this bit out but can you fucking hear all the
1: racket going on upstairs a little bit yeah but I don't Jesus know Jesus fucking Christ yeah
0: I, it, it's just showing up on my mic and it's just it's just the people upstairs they're fucking like they're just the
1: loudest fucking people alive it's ridiculous get yourself a broomstick and be like I can do it too and just like hit the, <laughs> hit the. <laughs> i don't know um that does suck though (laughs)
0: yeah yeah sorry keep going yeah yeah
1: so um so they have this wonderful night he tells her that he's in the military and he's getting deployed right Mm -hmm. so and he says that he won't be coming back when she tells me this story i'm just like that doesn't make any sense to me Uh, i was in the military you come back from deployment And you come back to the same place that you deployed from. Yeah. You may, he may go back to his regular duty station because sometimes people go out to another spot when they deploy, and then they come back to that spot. But then they go back to their original base. So it may be like that, but he'll definitely come back here. (laughs) Yeah. Well, come to find out, uh, you know. So uh, actually, let me just let me tell you that part yet. Um, So he he goes on this deployment and uh she gets really sad because he says that's pretty much it for them and you know she hangs on to this night now and she's been hanging on to it for a fucking long ass time and she says she loves him and all this bullshit and and you know she she romanticizes this so much and I'm telling her like I think you're really just romanticizing the night I don't think you actually love this guy and, you know, like, that's the reality of my perspective. But it could be, um, you know, uh, her loving that night like these people love that night. You know what I mean? Yeah. It could be that they they did share, that she did share this experience with him um, that is going to be with her the rest of her life. And she will have more experiences. Because I did talk to her. She does like other people. She does mm-hmm. feel like she could love other people. But she still can remember that night very fondly and still be in love with that night now here's the reality and this is why these movies are fantasy uh she was in love with that night she was not in love with him uh he also lied to her about going on deployment and he Mm -hmm. never left he's been here uh in my city (laughs) okay and uh yeah he was just kind of he just kind of lied to her and he didn't want anything to do with her after that night or after that weekend i should say because it was a couple days and uh she's been holding on to it like crying about the fact that you know he's gone and that she can't be with him and then she finds out that uh you know he's actually still in town and she shoots him a message and and it turns into like yeah i never deployed you know she finds out the truth and um i was telling her like wow that sucks he sounds like a real terrible fucking person for doing that to you you should have just been honest yeah and she's like no i love him or whatever and i'm like oh my god you don't oh, no. love him the fucking... this is why i don't talk to her anymore she pissed yeah. me off and i don't talk to her except uh on some few responses uh but she's annoying and i don't like her but uh so that was the reality of their situation and you know, that is the farthest thing from what happened in this film. But yeah. going back to your point of her of, of, of people being able to hold on to these these specific points and situations with people, these connections that they can feel is uh, I think that's what her perspective was, yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. But So rating for the Yeah, one. rating for the wait, hold on, I did a rating wait, for the second one. No, oh, yeah, sorry. No, I didn't give a rating for the second one. I barely even talked about it. Um, <laughs> but as for the second one, um, it was quick. I liked that it was in real mm-hmm. time. Um, I liked that it was quick too. It yeah, just, I like did... the third one. I think goes on a bit. The too third long. one went on too long. The first one was perfect. The second one yeah. felt like honestly, I felt like it was a little too quick. Um, because by the end of it, I was like, well, actually, by the end of it, I was ready for it to be over. But yeah. When I found out I was two thirds of the way through the film, I was like, "Oh my god! Like, how is this already almost over?" That's what I was thinking. Yeah. But once I actually got to the end, I was like, "All right, yeah, I am ready for this to be over," because it just kind of feels like, "All right, let's let's move on now." Um, and that's when it ends. Yeah, the scenes are
0: essentially them walking to the cafe, yeah. the cafe, them walking uh through the garden, yeah. Then on the boat. Oh, they go to the, the taxi. Go to the greater... then house. Oh, oh gray- no no no! The graveyard was no, in the, that's first the first one. Movie.
1: Yeah, the graveyard yeah. was the first movie. Sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah. So they. Yeah, did. the
0: boat, and then the taxi, and then her house, and that's it. Like it's just boop 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 boop.
1: Yeah, super simple. Happens all in pretty much real time in that. Yeah. same. Uh, we don't find out until the third movie that the, he actually did miss his flight and just had yeah. tons of. I feel like apparently... it was pretty
0: obvious that motherfucker was gonna miss his flight.
1: <laughs> I don't know, man. I I don't know if he actually. Did or not? It could have been something that he added in his book, because that's just what the book says he did. They don't actually say explicitly yeah. he did that, but you know the movie does a pretty good job at telling us the books are pretty damn close. <laughs> yeah. Um. So um yeah. But I don't
0: know. I, I feel like I feel like it's. I don't know how much of the movie is trying to say that what we watched is essentially a fiction version, like his book and now we're watching real that's the thing is the second one acts like the first one was fiction now we're watching the reality uh, see i was gonna the next s- bit i was gonna but then say the third that. one
1: does the same thing again yes so it's like
0: so was the second one real or fiction exactly i was gonna say or that actually about the two third is a fiction
1: <laughs> yeah i was gonna say that about the third movie uh is the third movie the reality because it is the most hyper realistic out of them all Is the third movie the reality? And the first two he watched really just his first two books he wrote?
0: I don't think so. I think all three of them are just reality. I I think think so,
1: too, yeah. But I like that they throw that out there, though. Because it makes you think. And I (laughs) I like it when things make you think, man. I fucking hate it when things are just easily spelled out when they tell you right off the bat you know that's also why i like the ambiguous endings and all that shit mm-hmm. it's like i i like it when people invoke thought it's like yes do that i'm not a dumbass we <laughs> are you know we're sentient beings we like to problem solve it's in our fucking you know dna it's in our, our DNA. yeah, yeah DNA. <laughs> but uh yeah fucking so so i do i do like that that they throw that in the third one but uh as for the second one so the second one i i didn't like as much as the first one um so i'm gonna give this one a a seven um it's still good i mean it feels like i should yeah it feels like i almost should give it an eight but i don't want to because i don't like it as much as the first one okay um but it was still good. I still enjoyed their conversations. I love hearing them talk and bicker. They make me laugh all the time, just with their regular conversations. Yeah. So it's entertaining to watch these people go on. And honestly, I watching thirty to forty-five minutes of it, it felt like I only watched fifteen to twenty minutes. So because it just felt so um, easy to watch, and it felt so, you know, I think because it was happening in real time, it didn't feel like it was moving slow. Cause what they accomplished in about an hour, if you watched an hour of like, you know, say another movie, the the movie would feel much longer. Whereas an hour of this movie feels shorter. You know what I mean?
0: Um, I'd say that it feels long, but it doesn't feel long in the sense of like, it's not going anywhere. If it's as long as the, as in, it just feels packed with good stuff.
1: Yeah. None of these movies feel like they are not going anywhere. Uh, at least not to me. Um, they, they mm-hmm. still f- they feel like you know, you're never
0: like, wondering what's gonna happen next in the film no you're just not really. in the moment yeah which you're, I think you're is in the, the
1: moment bit. and that's what these movies capture very well they capture yeah. the moment and I think that's what they're supposed to do too
0: I think the first <laughs> one has a little bit of the aspect of what's gonna happen because they do. you think they do yeah you know because they bring up like what will happen at the end of the night yeah 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 um, they do have but that they feeling. it's not like yeah it's not it's not in the sense of like ooh, what what will happen next it's just like you have this like overhanging kind of sort of of, uh, of Damocles that's just kind of yeah you know, yeah making the situation feel a bit more tense and at every cute moment you get you just go like oh no
1: yeah 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 uh, that is very true about the first one it's what is going to happen um, and then before sunset doesn't really feel like that at all it's it's very much yeah. so in the moment and you don't really think about what is going to happen you're just like oh so they they're, they're talking and they're meeting and now they're doing mm-hmm. this and now they're doing that and it's entertaining and, and kind of nice because now we're seeing our characters from the first film uh, actually meeting up again and we get to hear a little bit more about the story and then uh, but like uh, again like I said I don't think it's as good as the first one just in terms of my enjoyment uh, but yeah. I give it a 7 um, as for Before Midnight now this one was hyper realistic, uh, you know. Um, it was good, but it's not my favorite out of the three. And I think the thing that kills it for me the most is the end. I if the end was different, man, I would have given just shocked
0: it. Shocked you didn't really like the end of the third one.
1: Why? <laughs> I just
0: I felt like the end was pretty, like it just felt complete. It felt like like I said like a like a cycle,
1: you know. But I didn't like that because this these movies aren't about being complete, and then you get to the end of the third movie and it's like, oh, okay, well now they're just gonna do that. And if, like I said, it felt unnatural. It didn't feel real to me, because I've been in those fights after being, you know, I mean, I'm still technically in the honeymoon phase. I'm three years into my marriage, but it doesn't mean that we haven't had, like, real fights. Um, and so I've yeah. had situations like that. I was able to watch from this different perspective, um, and seeing it like that it just didn't feel super real to me so it was difficult for me to, to connect I suppose to, to their situation at the end there I didn't like it um,
0: yeah well I don't like the fact that I mean, my big th- problem with the film, and I mean, it, I get that it's a thing that people do. It's uh-huh. a thing that people say. Uh-huh. The idea that if I was with somebody and she oh, in so the middle of a fight said, "I don't love you," I'd be like, "Well, that is that is the end of our relationship now." Yeah, uh, there, there's no coming back. Like words mean things. You can't just say that and say you're sorry. Like,
1: but even if you have you, twin twin daughters, I'd yeah, be like, yeah, uh, that that you get I, one twin, thing, I, I get the maybe, other twin, let's split up. <laughs>
0: yeah maybe i wouldn't know unless i'm in that situation yeah. and then on top of that he also probably has the guilt of he's already left one kid he's not gonna he's not gonna he's he's not gonna put his other kids in that situation again no he's he not that's why that he's
1: yeah and that's why he doesn't want to move to chicago because he knows yeah you know he doesn't want to leave these two these three including uh you know celine uh, just to spend more time with his son i mean it's and like celine said when she was being the more logical person it's not worth the time every other weekend to uplift their entire life and go live in a whole nother country uh and like possibly mess up your daughter's your twin daughter's lives, just by doing that whole big relocation and all that um it's just not worth Uh, it i never understood this whole like
0: you're ruining your kid's life if you make them move
1: Well, <clears throat> when you go into another country like that, they they could very well be outcasts, knowing you know.
0: Well, that's being an outcast builds character, so.
1: <laughs> yeah, and that's what I would say too. But, you know, they're trying to be better than that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, but no, I, I, I yeah, I just it, it, I understand his situation and why he doesn't want to break it up. But I just, yeah. I just would be just like so. Like that would that would just if somebody who I loved and shared all of my life with said, "I don't love you" in the middle of a fight, just to be spiteful, I would just I'd never recover from that. Well, you know it's crazy. I'd be like, "That's the end of our relationship then," because I just I can't take so I can't take what you're saying seriously. So which which should I take seriously when you're saying that you love me or when you say that you don't? Like, because. Clearly, apparently, it's flip flop of whether or not you're actually saying things with sincerity or not. So yeah, well, I can't trust your words, and now this is just done.
1: So Celine's character has a huge problem with like commitment, uh, um, and she's had okay. it. <laughs> she's had it since the second movie. Um, she said that's why she doesn't like to have yeah. sex with guys is because of all that stuff. You know that even mm-hmm. having sex with someone is commitment. It's committing your body to someone yeah. for you know the period of time so like she has a huge problem with commitment you see it you start to see it in before sunset obviously before sunrise it's a little bit there when she didn't want to have sex Mm -hmm. at first but then by the second movie it's definitely there a lot harder and by the third movie it's full blown commitment issues because one she didn't marry him
0: they're not not married married
1: or anything like that and uh so that to me that's like the biggest thing right there she's constantly Mm -hmm. talking about you know uh you know we're gonna this is it this is where we're gonna break up this is the end of us <laughs> i'm marking yeah. today as like the she's day. just
0: ready for it to be done yeah because i think it gives her some kind of feeling like uh oh, like, i can leave at any yeah point.
1: exactly it gives her some type of crazy weird security yeah even though it's like coming from a very bad place um you know so it's just uh
0: it's literally it's like almost like a uh security in in like a mutually assured destruction kind of nuke way
1: yeah yeah <laughs> like, kind of you can't leave
0: me because I can leave you
1: yeah yeah essentially like it's just it's so weird um uh, you know I forgot where I was going with that but it, it's just an interesting interesting thing to see uh, with that character like she yeah. had her commitment issues and and that could be why she says all that bullshit like I don't love you or whatever which is you know obviously jesse takes quite well <laughs> takes it in yeah. stride goes there and he's like oh i thought you were joking around i thought you're messing around because you know you're fucking crazy <laughs> but uh yeah i think it's interesting watching these characters change so much you could see jesse actually getting tired of being the hopeless romantic and you could see celine who you know well so jesse um, jesse took joke, a lot longer. even like he
0: makes the joke in the car where he's like hit when hank you know he finds out is that hank you know kissed a girl and he's like oh what if what if they get married and she's like ah you just you're just like this hopeless romantic but at the same time i think it shows a flip-flop of their personalities of like you know when in the first one he's like being uber cynical about you know yeah this this uh the gypsy woman who like reads their palms and says that they're destined for a crazy night and you know to, oh, yeah, to rem- yeah. that they'll never forget and they'll always remember and he's like ah it's just a bunch of horse shit but yeah. then by the third movie you know he sees he his son he buys into it a little more yeah yeah he buys but it's also just that kind of parental hope of like you know you you just you're looking at your kid and you're hoping that he just doesn't repeat the same mistakes that you did
1: yeah 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 um three three is an interesting one for sure it's an interesting
0: one i think it's a good end i just don't think it's a good movie
1: no 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 no
0: like a like it's a bad movie but in the sense that like like you were saying on its own it just kind of doesn't yeah no it
1: doesn't hold up on its own you can't watch before midnight by itself before sunset without the context of
0: the first two films you just feel like it's a completion of the uh, of their their developments
1: yeah so before sunset you could actually watch as a standalone yeah, because like the beginning, he talks about the whole first yeah. movie essentially. <laughs> just, yeah, and you see those you flashbacks just... and everything, so it's like you yeah, he does definitely a
0: little TLDR it. of like the first movie. Yeah, you know, yeah. So and he... then they just talk.
1: <laughs> you could easily watch Before Sunset on its own. Um, I don't think it'd be as good if you didn't watch Before Sunrise. No, it definitely but... wouldn't have as much weight.
0: Yeah, like seeing nine years later, Ethan Hawke and Julie Depley. Yeah,
1: like... yeah. But uh, Before Sunrise is definitely by far my favorite. Uh, Before Midnight, I'm going to give the same score as Before Sunset, seven. Um, mm-hmm. But Before Sunrise is definitely an, what did I say, an eight? You said an eight, yeah. Yeah, definitely an eight. So it's pretty good yeah. for romantic I'm, uh, movies, uh, we're romantic very movies, similar yeah. on scores yeah so
0: i'd say i'd give before sunrise an eight i'd give before sunset an eight but i'd mm-hmm. give as well mid i'd
1: give before midnight a seven yeah Some see eight, I'm, kinda, eight, seven. I'm almost there i want to give sunset a 7.5 because i did like it more than midnight
0: <laughs> it it slowly <laughs> does peter down in quality but not yeah. in a bad way but just in a like they just aren't they just don't hold up as singular films yeah like yeah, they yeah. just they do write off the context of the previous films which in a weird way even though they're good mm-hmm. does make it not as good a film so it's like yeah. people who were like i didn't like avengers endgame and i was like well did you watch every marvel film and they go no and i'm like well then it, of course it wasn't good because it's not a good movie unless you've watched all of those movies and mm-hmm. been so invested in all of them that the literal end and culmination of 18 19 films yeah is in one movie Mm-hmm. And you you just give this like nineteen film sigh of relief.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's like uh Oh yeah, you've never watched the Harry Potter series before? Why don't you just watch uh, like you know yeah. six? Yeah. And just, just start watch six just, just start with six and let's just only watch six.
0: Oh six is a pretty good movie though. I don't even remember what six is <laughs> on its it own. Is, six yeah. does a really good job. Six is um like almost like a like a John Hughes like high school teen high school film. What? Wait, but which one was that? Which one was six? the sixth one?
1: Which one was it? I don't remember. It's like uh, uh, Half Blood Prince. Oh, it's the Half Oh wow, that's the yeah. one I've seen the least amount of times. Holy shit, I don't. Even <laughs> and remember the that reason one. <laughs> it's like that, the director
0: did that on purpose. Yeah. And he he did that because it's the last time they get to be kids. Yeah. The seventh yeah, one is gonna be com- so dark. He was like, I want you to f- when the end happens uh-huh. and all of that comes crashing down. He wanted you to feel the weight that that's never gonna happen again. Yeah. Yeah. Like th- they are just kids. This is what they should be doing, but instead now they have to deal with this. Yeah, and I think it's clever. I think it's really good as an, in terms of a series point of view, just yeah. making you feel like this is the end of that whimsical, fun, magical high school. Yeah, kind of essentially thing. what the first is kind of
1: movies were. Yeah, yeah, they were definitely so they they really magical. drove
0: home that kind of theme of like high school. Movie in the sixth one until the last like 10 minutes, where it's just the school being fucking invaded and exploded. People are dying and everything shit. Yeah, Yeah.
1: and then it's like, here's reality. (laughs) Yeah. Coming in like, here's what what
0: we're robbing these children of.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Goddamn. Uh, Yeah, I haven't watched those in a long time. Um, Mm -hmm. But uh, so, before midnight, I, I disagree with the ending, right? Mm hmm. But it, I got to say, it is still a better ending than probably Before Sunset. Um, now, I like Suns- yeah, Before I Sunset overall it. together, like, as a movie a little more than Before Midnight. But um, the ending is just not great. It's fucking...
0: Like, I like the song. I really wish no, Before Sunset cute. just kind of ended with uh, her singing that song. Like, if it faded instead to of black her with making her singing, the tea, Yeah, if it just faded to black after she finished that song. I think I would have liked that and, better. Like, just, or just, like, she finishes the song and she looks at him and she's like, you're going to miss your flight. And then he just like, and then just fades to black. I think I like would have liked that better. It would have been, you know, just as ambiguous about what would have happened, but it would have ended on such a beautiful note. Yeah,
1: I think I would have liked that a little better. Because like it just felt kind of like, kind of the ending felt kind of random where it actually yeah. ended. It felt a little random. random. I was like, oh, okay. Way. Weird. It's like, I know I only have 10 minutes left with the movie, but uh, how is it going to end? Is this... Oh, yeah. okay, right now. Okay, gotcha it happened. <laughs> so it's not my favorite ending out of the three, but uh in terms of the whole movie I definitely enjoyed it a yeah. little more than than Before Midnight set. So, so I think I give it like a 7.5 if I can. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like giving half half points it feels weird. It's like my own. Yeah, rule. I don't really give half points. It's, yeah, it's, it's all or nothing. It's like my own rule. So that's why I said <laughs> 7 for that one. But uh yeah, so so you said 887, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, that's not bad. That's pretty good. Um, yeah. All right, man. That was. Uh, oh shit, we got five minutes. I gotta say what my suggestion is. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's your suggestion for next week? Shit. Uh, Have you not of it? <laughs> no, man. I've had a busy week, dude. <laughs> Watching three films. <laughs> I've been well, not just that, but it's been crazy at work. It's been insane. Mm-hmm. Uh. Just absolutely, this is my biggest month actually the entire year is is this really? month, yeah. I didn't realize that. What lead up to Thanksgiving or No, 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 no. Um just it just worked out that way. I don't know. I need to change some things in terms of scheduling so that this does not happen ever again. Yeah. It was just terrible. Uh at work. Well, just as a
0: note, your move your, your, whatever you're gonna suggest now mm. is gonna come out uh on it will be our first movie in december it will be our first
1: movie in december it'll
0: be the yeah the first this december 7th is okay. when it's gonna air so All right. if you want it to be a, if you want it to be a, ha- a halloween a christmas <laughs> film then now would be the time to start
1: okay so then i think i know what it is um okay what was the one i told you last time was it it's not santa's sleigh is it it's freaking... i don't remember let me take a look real quick i, I looked it up um Let's
0: see. It's not jingle all the way. You sure?
1: No, no. (laughs) Let's see. It's a, it's it's a movie that I had suggested. I brought it up last week.
0: You did. I remember you brought up a movie, a Christmas movie, last
1: week. I just I just don't know what it was. Yeah, maybe there. Let me just find it really quick. In the meantime, Reese. How you been, man? <laughs> How things been, been over there, there? Yeah. At the, in the UK? Uh, well, I had
0: like a... Unfortunately, I had like a COVID scare where I thought... Oh, no. I, just self, I had to self-isolate for like two weeks.
1: That is um, quite scary. But
0: uh, luckily, the test came back negative. Oh, thank God. Um, so, you know, everything was fine. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been okay. Just, you know, going to work, coming home, just waiting till we can go and do things again. Because like... Even, even though we can go and do things like uh, crowds freak me out now <laughs> which is not great but,
1: yeah know. no that is and it's one of those
0: weird. things where it, it I just don't know how much as much as I understand what w- the point of lockdowns and, and what we're trying to do like I don't know how long the psychological effects of this year are going to have on me yeah and it's like okay well I'm 25 I'd like to be able to be a not an horrible a, a, like antisocial nervous wreck till i'm 30 uh-huh. just because this year has made me afraid of meeting a person because they might you know have a disease like it, it's just it, it's just yeah it's it's just shit yeah <laughs> it's yeah.
1: a shit year yeah i'm ready for it to start getting back to normal yeah. Um, anyway.
0: Yeah. Even when there's a vaccine, I, I still I still might have these feelings because it's not it's not like these feelings are because my brain's being rational. Mm-hmm. It's because my brain is being irrational, yeah. and that's not going to go away when a rational solution arrives.
1: Yeah. 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 All right. So I found 19, the movie.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. It's sorry, I just it. went on a tangent. I'm kind of sad. No, it's fine. It was
1: perfect. Uh, I, I'm yeah. sorry, but uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, I am sorry. But anyway, so the movie is called Better Watch Out. Um, so better watch out. Better watch out. 2016. That's the year it came okay. out. So, um, that is the one I want to do for the first Christmas movie. Just to get this one out of the way, and then we can do happier shit. But uh, okay, it should be. Pretty... Oh, is this,
0: I'm, this isn't happy. Okay, well, it, it could be. It's,
1: it's entertaining. It's kind of funny if you find this okay. kind of thing funny. Is this the one about the like snowman? No. no, 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 no. Okay. Goddamn, no. That one's called Jack Frost. But yeah, that was the one. You... I remember you telling me about that one. Yeah, you don't want to watch that. I don't even want to watch that. It, it doesn't deserve to be watched. <laughs> but, wow. Yeah, it's, it's not good. But this one's better watch out. It's going to be entertaining, I think. It uh, okay. should be fun, since we were talking about Home Alone. Hmm. So yeah. this one is going to be kind of fun. <clears throat> so, oh, I did want to talk to you about a couple things. So uh, let's discuss this after the cast, though. All right. Okay, so, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening to us talk about the Before Trilogy um i think we did the most talking about movies that we've ever done this podcast
1: but yeah we probably could have kept going too i mean we probably could have three movies there's a lot of content yeah
0: yeah there's a lot of content but i i really gotta you know take a shit to be
1: honest so (laughs) yeah maybe (laughs) well hold on i do got to discuss stuff with you after i know yeah but let's end the podcast now thank
0: you everybody for listening uh and see you next week